Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and each week I have a creative come over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. This week's interview is with artist Bill Daggs. Bill has just finished his BA in Fine Art and he had his first show since graduation. I went and it was dope and you'll hear us talk about that. It was really great him coming over and getting to meet him properly as we've been in the same circles for 20 odd years, like from Kilburn, graffiti and hip hop, but we never really got to meet properly. He went under the name Prime, Prime Source from the Death Defiers and Underground Alliance, and I'm sure he rapped at the shop with Underlight. But I know for sure, Doobie, Lucid Mover, introduced me to his music, and with his ear, I knew I was onto a good thing. That was years ago. Bill cracked on and went in. We have a great conversation about his influences in music, living in London, and his honest chats about therapy and growing, and also his art. The music in the background is his. Go and check him on SoundCloud, and his art also, at Bill Dags on Instagram. Enjoy it. This is F24. Um, we were doing like assemblies at primary school where we'd do dance routines to ice teas you played yourself. I was fl- <laughs> I was flying with it, bro. Chapter one, London. Bill's from Crickwood and he tells us about his experiences of growing up in North London, his dad being a massive influence on him and the great music that he brought to Bill's life and also his introduction to hip hop from older kids in school. And we get into that question that we all face, who am I in those early teenage years? And we chat about the other music he found at that time. We just chatted a lot about social media and we'll probably get back to it in our conversation with yeah. Bill. Easy, Thank you. easy. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Over, man. No, man. That my pleasure. Literally, man, I walked in that room. Like, I'd seen the f- social media. Mm-hmm. I saw the images. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is serious. And I got there and it literally took my breath away. There was no, that actually happened yeah. in front of the painting. <laughs> yeah. My breath went. No, that's dope. That's properly dope. You just do a big, you inhale, because something happens, and I, I just have to inhale, mm. and then I have to blow it all out, and it's gone, and I'm still looking, and then I have to take my breath back. Because oh. and it, them paintings hit me, man. Safe, man. No, I appreciate that. that. So gorgeous to see. Wicked, so wicked, and a proper wicked. shock for me. Yeah, because I knew you was something completely different. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. It was, yeah. I suppose it's like, I think I've always been that. It's just, it's just taken a while to channel yeah. things. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I tell you what. I think what you just said. I think you've always been that, which is this artist now. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what. I think we've always been that. Is will happen forever yeah yeah totally. yeah 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 at the minute you're doing this yeah this is i've always i've always had this yeah yeah you right. know, when you do so your next thing yeah it will feel that familiar to you you'll be like i've always had this yeah for real that's yeah, how yeah. that's how it is yeah. if we if we can you know because we don't have to stay on one line no 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 yeah no. kind of like with you we're gonna get to that bit so where, where are you from where does it start um i'm from kill well crickwood just yes. up the road from kilburn shoot Thank uphill you, born and raised wow. um yeah yeah don't matter yeah mm. um i grew up around shoot uphill like i went to school in uh just just by wilsden anson road anson primary yep. school um yeah man from the ends there yeah that's right so I, road. yeah yeah I, sp- I spent like up to I was like 17, I spent up, up in them ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I lasted, I was there till, yeah, end of 19, I left. Yeah. Just turning 20, I left Kilburn. My mum's still there. Yeah. Not me, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, I was like, um, my folks are, at one point moved away and they went up to Lynx and I stayed around and oh, I was right. like, um, my 
my grandparents, they lived like we were very close. They lived in um, uh, Hendon. Okay. So I went to Hendon. Oh, just right, like, yeah, but I stayed on at Hampstead because I was still at Hampstead School at them at times. Time, yeah, 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 yeah. Just stayed in the area. So yeah. what was it? Primary school and Anton and then... Anton. It was pri primary school, yeah. Primary school Anson, which yeah. was properly dope. I loved it. Like, you know, good good memories, real fun memories yeah. from Anson School. And, and it's funny because when, like, I listen back to, like, when I'm listening to this show, because I'm yeah. a big fan of this show, like, it, it's properly dope. Um, you know, we talk about the culture and our formative years within the culture and like, you know, it was quite young, I think, that I, st I started to find my place within the yeah. culture. Due but, to the surroundings in that school? And yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the diversity of, of different cultural heritages there is just, it was massive. So I've always been interested in music, definitely, massively. Do you know where I mean, it came from? Yeah, my dad. Yeah, my okay. dad. So my dad was a session musician. Oh, he was with the specials. He did. Sick. He was um, uh, Island Records uh, head engineer there during the seventies. Wow, he so, must have been part of some madness. Yeah, he and literally madness. Like, How so he that? was in there with with madness. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was in there when Bob was over from uh, Jamaica in exile here. So my dad was working on sessions with Bob Marley and that. Wow. Um, Steel Pulse, Black Uhuru, uh, Linton Quezzy Johnson. Linton Quezzy Johnson. I was listening to Linton Quezzy Johnson Jeez. like when I was like tiny, and he so, he informed this whole spoken word thing with me like this, you know. Did your did your dad love music as well? Then my did dad play at home. My dad loved music. So he was it wasn't just a job. It was no. My he dad was happy to be in that job. That yeah, yeah, time. yeah. He he he's from Liverpool. My dad uh -huh. originally. Um, at 18, he was he was outgrowing it. Like you know, I think he he's he had a bigger, broader a broader scope than where he was. Um, so he joined a group, and they all moved to London. Uh, they were called the Washington Soul Band or something like that. You know, a group of scousers, <laughs> like little lanky scouse lads, all a bit hippie, long hair and shit, um, playing all these funk covers and that, and then started to write their own music. And then um, yeah, they came to London. Um, and he lived music since wow. he was 18. Yeah. Like he, you know, he was, he did what he could to make that his life. And he did, he had the very, um, uh, he had a, a charmed life. You know? like it, yeah, yeah. Like it. So home was full of great sound. Home was full of really good music. He was a big, like he was a horn player. So he had, um, he was really jazz influenced and that's where his school came. Like, you yeah. know, he, he, that's his train, his training, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Miles Davis and all of that and um, yeah so like I listened to a lot of music that was being played my mum my mum said you know I was on the stage um, uh, next to top of the pops whilst them lot were on stage yeah. with the specials so like in her belly you know so it's been Crazy. I swear down <laughs> the, the bass and shit has just yeah. been in me from That's from a kid um, so yeah yeah I was I was exposed to a lot of music growing up a lot of music and then being in that school mm. well being in that school excuse me got my Sam Pelly there um, <laughs> being in that school I was introduced to or I I became friends with a, a few of the older boys there yeah. and they were listening to this crazy stuff that had swearing through the verses and I was like what so these is are the oldest that? in the primary school these yeah, are the like oldest 10, 11 years yeah yeah and yeah. and yeah and this is me I don't know it must be memories of like eight or nine or something like that for me 
and um these guys they were you know Zeke and Wilson and if if they're listening by any chance whatever hail up these two because really I mean god they informed me so much these these men would um tape Westwood for me when it was on uh, you know because I, I was too young to stay yeah, up at yeah. the time so yeah. they were they were taping that for me um Wilson used to get MTV videos for me that I'd watch on VHS you know it's they were proper setting you up bruv they were so sick like what did your dad think of the music um did he let you run with it like, my my dad was cool with it he, he didn't see he, a problem no anyway and the thing with my dad he's like one of those guys is is just like you go to him did you hear that lyric and he's like oh i was listening to the brass part at that time actually or i was i was listening to what the piano was doing he's never been one for lyrics really cool, cool. so it kind of brushed over him yeah, yeah, yeah. plus it was things he would, he would be like hold on hold on and then he'd run to his record collection or something and then play me the sample you know Hold on, hold on. I know where that's covered. All right, oh, and then they tell you, or yeah. Um, so that's he brilliant. He was all he was all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he had to have been because my I remember my godmother heard the boyfriend that she was seeing at the time. He was he like he brought me death certificate. He bought me like yeah, real real hard stuff. Return yeah. of the boom back. Um, yeah, like loads. This is loads. primary school years. You this is primary school years. Up. This is yeah. This is when yeah. So so pre. Pre eleven, pre before I was hip hop head. I was hip hop. I was so hip hop. My mum used to call me the penguin because I'd have my trousers so far down my ass that I couldn't walk properly, you know. She, <laughs> and but I was hip hop. I was yeah, so hip hop. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, this is me. Like, yeah, I wrote my first rap when I was like nine or ten or something. Yeah, and so yeah, I was quite well informed or had had my culture kind of given to me there, you know, so... And those two older kids, yeah, like, if it weren't for them, you were going to get into music anyway. You're not saying you're introducing to music. Yeah, but yeah. But they gave you that, that key to hip-hop, which just explained a bit more you. Yeah, because I think what, what you know, you don't really want to listen to what your mum's listening to. You don't really want to listen to what your dad's... Yeah. 10. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it, yeah. Mean, you know, and before that, yeah, of course, I was Michael Jackson, I was all of that, yeah. you know. So, no, they totally opened me up to this whole wave that was happening, um, this gangster, yeah. like, rap yeah. wave that was going on. Um, and then them two left, and then I was on my own. I was kind of like, shit. And then though, that, like those last couple of years, I remember like a couple of boys, you know, got on my case for like wanting to be black, you know, yeah. like oh yeah, you, you want to be black or whatever. I just remember feeling so out of place. And just feeling like, alienated. Yeah, and those so last like summer of love with it, and then all of a sudden, like, and then yeah, it was yeah. like this thing, like oh I can't. What am, am I not allowed to? Yeah. What you know? Yeah. But thankfully. Um, one one lad joined the school. Uh, his name was Gibral, and he came from Sierra Leone. Wow! And uh, so me and him, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, me and him bucked up, and like, um, I showed him about hip hop, mm -hmm. and I, I helped him with his English and everything mm -hmm. a bit more. Um, and then I remember this, like, oh, oh, what was her name? Reem, this girl who lived round the corner from us. She had a massive house, yeah, and she had. Uh, MTV, she yes. had Sky, and we then did. I was like, boom! So we'd all go around there, like, and and watch the watch the T. Uh, what was it? It was around like it. It must have been snow times, like oh, Informer, yeah. and I remember looking at MTV, and they used to have the subtitles of the Informer. So that's and like 
And so I remember going around there and being like, oh, can I come round? Because it's this time where we can learn all the lyrics to things, you know? So it's, you know, so them and listen to me, I'll go, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just. I remember, yeah. the school went nuts, our class oh, went nuts, bro. who had the lyrics? Everyone right. to write it down. Exactly. A4 sheets, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. wrong, bro, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. doesn't say that. It was that's nuts. That's the most baffling song. Bro. Amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, and then, yeah, it's just, it was a great time. It was a, apart from, you know, I think everyone kind of goes through this bullying stage at, at one point, and, but that was quite a minor for me. I mean, look, it um, sounds like, like those kids that pointed that out to you, like you trying to be black, basically, if you were a good footballer, they would have said, are you trying to be mm, gigs? Mm, mm, mm. It, they just needed something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kids, kids are stupid. Yeah, exactly. like, you know? feel personal with the tired. Yeah, sort of standing yeah. And question yourself and wonder. <laughs> yeah. You look back at me like, oh yeah, obviously they. That's what they did. Mm, I mm. listened to hip hop and they tried to bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. So you but you flew with it. I flew with it. I mean, me and Wilson. I remember we did. Um, we were doing like assemblies at primary school. Where we'd do dance routines to Ice T's You Played Yourself. I was fl- I was flying with it, bro. You know, I was in there Amazing. fully dungareed yes. up, everything. <laughs> so yeah. So um it was a good experience that answer. Was it like in Kilburn? Were you hang- so when you start I was in Wilsdon and, and them times because everyone kinda lived in Wilsdon. So you go so, over to Wilsdon. Yeah, because it was just like a, a ten minute 15 minute walk yeah, from yeah, yeah. from shoot uphill you know yeah. just around the back there. and so were the people outside as well school listening to hip-hop like it was going to your mate's house and yeah yeah like yeah yeah i mean we were going around wilsden um zeke was just down the road from wilsden tube um there were people around wilsden junction we were just hanging around them like zeke's yeah. family was big as well and he, he knew loads of people on his road i remember being out on that road a lot um and uh, just chilling, and it? just chilling, yeah. man. Just but chilling. Being, yeah, hip hop was in you fully. Hip hop was in me. It was going with you everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It flourish everywhere with it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. What was that summer like after leaving primary, going into secondary? Like, was did you? Um, to be honest, it was like uh, it was kind of a summer of trying to find who I was gonna be. Yeah, if that makes That's sense. That's why I'm asking it. Yeah. Because, because it's a weird time, especially when you've got a bit of a love for something. Yeah. Like an appreciation. Yeah, and I had really good friends, and none of them were going to Hampstead. Oh, shit. Apart from a couple who were, you know, not you really, we weren't really yeah, friendly, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I was, it was daunting. Yeah. It was, I was clutching on to that, you know, last bit of, you know, hanging out with Jibs and them lot. Yeah. and. Uh, but yeah, it was change. it was weird. It's you know, and I didn't know what to expect. Do you think? Um, did you listen to much that summer? Do mm. you remember? Yeah, yeah, I listened to a lot. I I, I always listen to. That's the thing. Yeah. I you know I I can't really these days. I can't really place anything anywhere too much. You know what I mean? But I know I was listening to a lot. Yeah. I I I, I don't know. A memory st- definitely stands out when I asked my mum to buy me. I think it was Fear of a Black Planet. Uh, no, so it was, okay, this is earlier than that because it was on tape cassette. Uh-huh. We went to our price in Brent Burn. Cross, Burn. went and got this tape cassette, bought it back, and uh, it had beeps all over it.
And I was like, yeah. this has this has been this this is this is, I don't want this because this is the whole reason I want this is yeah. taken away now. Yeah. It doesn't have fuck and everything else all over it. So we had to go back yeah. and Get exchange them. that tape. She was yeah. like, no, no, you can have the uncensored version. Yeah. That's fine. They were okay. like, rah. But no, that's anyway. That's straight off the off the point. I was listening to what was happening. So that summer. 93 so boy it was snoop came snoop, out yeah dre came out those were like yeah. massive warren g warren g the, i was i was on a west coast thing yeah so you know, he, really so i mean we, I we were two you, i think yeah i'm yeah. 37 yeah, so a year older than you literally so i was in secondary in my yeah. first year when that went off. Yeah, yeah yeah right yeah. so that was a that was that time sick time yeah yeah uh, plus i was listening to because because of the girls that we were hanging around in the last year of um primary school i was listening to things like jade and swv yeah and oh bro yeah yeah even them yeah that, but you know on vogue Edward Road, Paul Hall, Street, <laughs> yes it was, bro. A thing. it was a thing <laughs> so yeah so I was, I was listening to all of that and um it was it was a yeah it was a good summer i think i mean i can't really i can't really place that that summer but i remember i'd do I spent a lot of time like um, going to see poss possibly my cousins who were living in Cornwall. Okay. I have a lot of memories of because what I'd do is I'd sit in the car with my headphones on, yeah, and look out the window along these motorway journeys and make these videos in my head of the, to go with the tunes that I was listening to. So I have a lot of these kind of r random memories visuals, of yeah it? visuals that go along to these songs, you know. So. At that age, yeah. like you knew you loved hip hop, mm. obviously. Mm. You're making visuals in your head, you're listening yeah. to as much as you can, you persuaded your mum to get you to make sure it wasn't censored, all yeah, that shit's yeah, gone yeah. on for years. Yeah, like, yeah. did you think you were gonna do anything with it or was it still just pure passion? Like mm. what was what was so you're about to start this secondary education mm. and it's the run up they're obviously gonna push you on the run up to GCSEs and that type of stuff. But did you think anything of music before you went into that school, like in terms of a career? Or Not in the sense of a career, no. I mean I was uh, as I said, I was writing these little raps. Yeah. That would you know. But that's but, that's for you and your mates to have a giggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mates don't even see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um but I was thinking I'm going to be an artist. Right. I, I was okay. drawing all the time. Okay, cool. uh, You know, primary school, I was, I was like, I was, yeah, it's, it's, and I've heard people say it before on here as well, but it is that thing is I was the one that could draw. Okay. I was you, that, that art kid. guy. I was the one that was pushed to enter these competitions and whatnot. <laughs> and so. What, what, what got you into art? Or was it just a feeling? I just did it. All the time. Well, your mum's not an artist. Or no, no, so no. It's music at home. Yeah. But then something else came out of you when you got to school. Yeah. Was, oh, I can do this art thing. Yeah. yeah. I was. I, I was my mum said that I've been drawing since she can remember. I work with. And you. she, you know, those two were really good at encouraging me to yeah. to do whatever I fancied. You know. Yeah. So. You know, I, yeah, we were doing that. If, we, if my dad wasn't marching us up to Hampstead Heath on a shitty rainy day like he yeah. liked to do, I was indoors drawing. You Wicked, know. Wicked. But um. Yeah, yeah. So, so the I, art thing was a, the art thing was yeah. Was a career, first career. Yeah, you wanted to be an artist. I was gonna if I wasn't gonna be Michael Jackson, I was gonna yeah. be an artist. And yeah. by the time you got into second year, like I probably won't be Michael. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I got to secondary school though, and met up with um, I met up with Jazza, who's 
in Death Defiers and we were like 11 at this point. Yeah. And, um, you know, I remember saying to him at some, obviously it's not like the first day of getting in there because, no. you know, you establish it. But I remember in the first, for probably the first year we were like, yeah, let's start a rap band. Like, you can, uh, Jazz was like, I'll be on keyboards. You know, Jazz don't play keyboards. But, <laughs> yeah, I'll take like, that. I'll take, yeah, you could be a rapper. I was like, yeah, that sounds sick. And so um, what is this through like, you two meeting there, love of hip hop, maybe music class. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I don't think uh, we were even in the same class. Maybe we were in the same class for one or two periods, me and Jazza. But um, I think it was just like one mutual, of them things, yeah. you know, just 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 this mutual. Love what this. music do you like? Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I like hip hop. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, you know, and, and I, just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I wrote a rap. Yeah. I must have showed him. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. I was literally you know? just about to say, like, the, you then, because you found this person to share it with, you then build your confidence up. Yeah. And so you're like, I can share this with this person. Like, I've got to that stage in it. In yeah, pop. yeah. Like, I can share this. But it's funny because then, like, um, me and me and Jazza, we were like, we were, we were, friends for like the first couple of years mm. and then Jazza went missing right and uh so like I didn't like didn't have much communication with him or whatever he started stopped coming he stopped coming to school and right. stuff and um we'd still see each other around the ends but he went missing for a yeah, while yeah, yeah. and um and so like we'd, we'd nod out to each other we'd yeah have a chat catch up little but you know and then at this time it's funny because uh, Dubes, obviously, he was big he was Dubes. there as well. Big up Dubes. So I've known him for long, but we weren't even hanging out at them okay. times either. So I was having this kind of uh, identity crisis because I was in I was in a in in a class where no one was into hip hop, and this is like '93, '94, whatever. Yeah. And so I met up with a, a couple of heads who were listening to drum and bass. And so I was like... I was just thinking, what was it? It must have been... It, it, yeah, yeah, so it was drum and bass, garage and that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, cool, cool. I can get with this. I, I remember with Scott and, just, you know, we would go up to... There was a, there was a record shop in, uh, in Archway. Yeah, pure groove. Pure groove, pure groove. I've been trying to think of that name for ages, bro. Pure, pure groove, sick. man. And I'd go in there and just pick up flyers. Yeah. I wasn't even worried about days. what they were playing exactly. in there. I was just like, look at these, these flyers are sick. Got to fill up like, the flyers. <laughs> yeah, just fill them all with it. Fill, fill over the, the Venom and Spider Man mural exactly. that I had done on my wall with all of these <laughs> yeah. flyers instead. Like, yeah. To so jumping in with the that dance music basically because it was what everyone was on yeah yeah because yeah, it yeah. was a, and so like I was into that for a while and then I don't know what happened I think one of my one of my dad's friends sons introduced me to Nirvana or was playing Nirvana or something mm. I must have been like fourteen or something then I was just like right. This is nuts. What is this? Yeah. What, yeah, what is this? This is, and I was like, I'm gonna buy a guitar. And my nan had just passed, yeah, my yeah. dad's mum, and she left me a little 500 inheritance. So I was like, I'm gonna take that. Or no, she had passed before, but I had just turned to the age where I could get it or something. Yeah. And so I was like, can I have that money? My mum was like, yeah, I'm gonna take it and buy myself a guitar. Taught myself to play guitar. I just bought a, a book, a tab book, like, yeah. yeah, 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 and taught myself to play guitar. And then for the next, like, 
I don't know, two or three years, I, I was jo- I was joining guitar bands and playing grunge and rock and and stuff like that. Fucking hell, man! So like, it really was in you to mm, just like music was there to be picked up and whatever. Yeah, no matter what it is. Yeah, because I actually wanted to play. I wanted to learn how to play music yeah. now, and I, I, you know, I was thinking you can't. I I was like, I'm white, and I'm from London. I don't know any rappers who are white from London. This, so you can't <laughs> no. do that thing. Not at that time, no. And too I, young to as, know what was well, going I, on with the elders who were out there in the underground. Scene. Absolutely. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing visual. No, no, not at all. I mean, there was no one feeding it to me. And it's always been that thing. It's kind of like yeah. someone showing me something and I've been like, that's fucking cool. I have yeah. a go at that. And so I think it was a, it was a, it's that pivotal time when you're about, I don't know, 14 to 16, and you're really finding yourself going through your hormones, you're, you know, you're, you're meeting girls, you're meeting different crews, you're, and the thing with me is I didn't really like to box myself into one crew, I like to be yeah. able to nod to everyone. I and... think, well, that's how you manage to get in with the drum and bass lot quite easily, yeah. obviously, by using that skill, and then again round into... The, the rock and dr- the grunge stuff. Yeah, but yeah. What I find, I think, also is quite interesting is that would it have been that easy a transition just from hip hop to grunge? I think it's quite integral that you had the drum and bass in the middle. Yeah, right. Because it took all the lyrics away and then it became. But although it's saying that, it was more familiar to me because it was the real old jungle that was sampling all of these, oh, yeah. so all these jungle, reggae yeah, tracks. Yeah. Yeah, where so that's it then, yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, ah, this is really familiar. And then, and sped up. So yeah, you're right, I think that... I just wonder if there's a little, if that played a part in you being able to have an ear to hear what Nirvana was doing. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. you gave yourself a break from hip-hop, which is full-on. It mm-hmm. gives you a lot. Yeah, yeah, Samples, yeah. beats, lyricists, lyricists, all that type of shit. It mm. gives you a lot to hold. And would you have seen the Nirvana stuff as clearly? I don't know. Possibly don't not. Know. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Possibly not. Yeah, it could yeah. well be. Could so well then, be. what, a couple of years of... Yeah. I mean, I think also, and, and just, you know, uh, I think at that point, um, I was having a better relationship with my dad and i think before that the whole angsty kind of even though the angsty thing was before my angsty time that angsty kind of choice of listening to hip-hop and being really and it was really you know hard and and things that parents should you know should inverted commas go against whatever for young children but the um i i think you know, I wanted to be involved in this music, but I didn't want to be involved like my dad is with this music kind of kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, because he was a musician. Yeah. And so to him, it was always like, oh, yeah, hip hop. Yeah, it's fine. It, it is what it is, but it's not proper musicianship. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and yeah. so with that thing, I was like, well, fuck you, bro. I'm like, gonna... I'm listening to yeah, this stuff, yeah, yeah. especially because it's saying fuck and all the words that you don't want to hear in there that as well. We have this internal, but I'm going to have angst now at 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Instead of 15 or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. You, I know you obviously probably went through it again. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, I think this is that, that is one. I love hip hop. You know, I love hip hop. Mm, Everyone mm, who mm. listens to have heard me before, they know I love mm, hip hop. Mm. But I am slightly concerned with this age thing now. I'm becoming a bit more aware of it. Yes. And especially yes. with what's going on in the press with this drill shit or whatever yeah. they want to call it. And, you know, 
I, I do wonder now, I'm thinking as a 38-year-old man, I do wonder that swagger that I carried at 14. Mm. I don't want to blame hip-hop. And I said the same thing to Nova. I'm not trying to like... I, don't, I never want to blame hip-hop. Mm. But there is definitely an honest question there. Yeah, no, absolutely. discussion. Because absolutely. you weren't getting on with your dad. Yeah. And it was predominantly down to the music you were listening to. Yeah. And yes, you're going to rebel... Of course you are. My son doesn't want to do anything like me unless it's yeah. the money side. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it, it, so it's going to happen anyway, but I wonder if, how bad the music can be for us because we're too young to really understand. Mm. Well, I, I think, you know, a pivotal moment might, I mean, my old boy, like, I, you know, massive respect to that guy. And um, if he's listening to this, he'll hate me for saying it. But the one time that I, I really... Uh, witnessed him flip out was uh, so I got two younger brothers mm -hmm. uh, one is is six years younger than me okay. something like that five six years younger than me um, and he was very very young and was obviously and my brothers hung around me like bad smells they wanted to be around me all the time you know and so my dad had found something that the youngest one had written thinking he was like copying me like writing lyrics and all they all it was was like a a a, a poem of swear words and it was like a poem of swear words and i remember my dad grabbing us up yeah. marching us into the living room and losing his shit yeah. like you cannot listen to this around him. Look, rah, 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 rah. and I, I was like, I'm not listening to this. Yeah. And I got up and went to go and walk off wherever I was yeah, going to yeah, walk yeah. off. And he grabbed me and threw me back down. I was like, nah. And so, yeah, I think in, in a sense, yes, it, 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 you know, and it does give you uh, reason to imitate. I it's suppose weird. music's extremely powerful. Ah, massively we, we can't powerful. take away its strength. No, we no. Can't, or dismiss its strength. And I'm not blaming hip hop for what's going on at these. No, no, never absolutely. Have, but we can it has to be part of the question. Right? Mm. Has to be. Because yes. it, we cannot ignore it. Because surely the same question came up when the rockers and the mods were fucking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, exactly. They talk about music. And yeah. That's fine. So yeah. why is it fine to talk about yeah, that? Yeah. We can't talk about it now with the kids on yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah. We should be able to talk about the current music mm -hmm. and the shit they listen to anyway. Well, no. I mean, it is. It's a. It's a big fact because, you know, when I when I started listening to the the grunge and the rock stuff and I started playing in bands and that the people that I was predominantly hanging around with were a lot lighter if mm -hmm. in by in in mood if mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like so i became softer yeah um to then you know are uh, you you're growing up you're you know knocking around different ends and that and that and, that, and at that time this is like you know early 90s mid 90s or, what, or whatever and i'm starting to go out on my own and yeah. go out in in groups and that and at them times, you have proper street kids. Yeah. Like, you know, pro none, of, none of this gangs, none gang of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous out there kids. Famous out there yeah. kids. Darren Tomlinson. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget him. Bro, so like, you know, you were, you were going out there and I'd, I was getting jacked here and there. Yeah. You know, you go top of the bus and you'd have things yeah. taken off you and whatnot. You know, so that's... And um, I think when I started listening to hip-hop again it's when i was like actually i'm not having this yeah 
because there was now i don't know whether you know okay maybe the hip-hop was getting me somewhere and thinking like making me think no fuck that but see this is that but that's the power of music Mm. like hip-hop saved me Mm. truly saved me i've blatantly made stupid mistakes i've been out there yeah Fueled off the back of murder was my murder was the case or something stupid. Yeah. Not, look, not looking to murder people, yeah. but just having that anger fueled by that. But as I grew a little older, and it's only a little older, six, seventeen, eighteen, it, I used it as fuel mm, mm, properly. Mm. I was like, no, I can drop all that bullshit. It's wrong. It's yeah. rubbish. That, that isn't what I'm actually trying to get out of this music. I want the inspiration. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah, that. yeah. And if it's gonna make me have a straight spine, and now to look a guy in the eye when he's trying to dip my pockets. That's the music I've got to listen to. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah. totally. That's and that's the power of music. That's when mm. I think it because you're old enough to take from it what you need to take from it, and yet yeah, you want to take the swagger mm. and make yourself think yes, I'm the man, and I'll fuck this 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 bullshit up. Yeah, yeah. But predominantly, it's just I need to raise my head, and this music is going to help me do that. Yeah, yeah. So it did, and and yeah, and it definitely does. Um, the whole the whole I've. I've been working with young people uh-huh. for years, a long time. Yeah. And last last year, I was working with a, a, a college called Sound School, mm-hmm. um, which Tom was working at. Uh, we've literally just been shut down by um, Enfield Co- uh, Connell uh, College. Yeah. They've just done a merger between three or four different uh, institutions and yeah they've realized or well they've realized that you know they think now well we were providing a 16 to 18 year cohort and and within this i mean it is the best musical uh, provision that i've oh brother that i've ever ever been involved in and i've been involved in a lot throughout my years um and the, yeah, I mean, you know, so, and the the whole drill, like the whole, all of the all of the young people there, all of the boys especially, are listening to drill. Yeah. Um, whether it is influencing them directly, who can say? I mean, in in the in the sense that they're going out and carrying out what they're listening to, I think that that possibly it can do um, if you're if you're wired that way. It, you know, is the sub? I've never. I don't think I've ever listened to drill. Mm. Right. Is the subject matter like? Are they calling each other out as sub? Is that the content of the song? Not all the time, but is I mean, it, 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 like it is. Hip hop in sense of it's like a, trap. It's like okay. trap. It's like proper it's like trap. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's about dip like dipping wetting. You know, it's not about yeah, for me yeah, to say yeah. you know. But there's a lot of references to you know stabbings and right. shootings they keep and it very local, then. Yeah, they keep it very local this is a weird and, thing and it can't be because we've got youtube yeah so yeah, we've yeah. been fine battle raps around the manor in the 90s yeah 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 but you can't have battle raps around the manor in 2000 not when the battle raps go further than a battle rap no and then you know? well just get online and hype people up yeah 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 because that's all that seems to be happening that's what well, that's what they're saying to us is happening mm. i think it's really it's really really shaky territory you know i because, think it could have been any music though and it can be any music yeah. if you're the thing is right it took me a long time to to be confident as a young man full stop period i Same. to be to be honest i think it took Same. me until 32 or 30 possibly yeah. no I, you know in fact forget that it took me until i went to therapy 
at 34 years old, 35 years old, to be confident as a man. Yeah. Full stop. Bro, that's that is some, that's real. That's reality right there. Yeah. That's what people don't get. No. Nah. And I think that if you're of a, if you're of the, you know, if you're impressionable, if you have an addictive personality, if you are, you know, very open to things to make you feel like you're better than you are or put you in a place yeah. or, or that makes you or just eyes open and willing to listen and be persuaded or introduced to mm. you're you're up for those conversations and you did it through music and so on and so forth and it can happen through it becomes part of you not just you don't just use it in certain times yeah 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 you know you're up for not not being led i don't mean that like no like but it, led, to an extent it is mean? being led kind of like yeah yeah you're up for that I'll take that step. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's mad. It's, it's mad. Like, if you're, you know, I'm from a, we're from the generation where there wasn't YouTube for our yeah. music. So we weren't, you know, we were getting, as I said, MTV if you're lucky, if your yeah. mates had it, you know. But if throughout my, throughout um, secondary school, throughout Hampstead, I don't think I was even looking visually at music yeah. Like, yeah. like they do now. You know, I don't remember the videos so much. I remember the albums. I remember yeah. the tracks. I was deep in it in that side yeah, of I'm things. Yeah, I've not seen videos too much either. Yeah. I remember, like, seeing the Murder Was A Case video or whatever, or a couple of others, the Snoop videos, but such rare occasions. Mm. It's literally, everything's visual for me, for my own eyes, what I was seeing when I was listening to that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I was showing. You know? Yeah, or you watch Boys In The Hood, or, yeah, exactly. or Menace, yes. or something yes, like that, exactly. you know? yeah. So but I think it's com it's completely changed in that sense. So we were having to go and source that music. Yeah. So we were having to get our friends to record it for us, mm -hmm. buy it at some you know H and V hour price, whatever. I think, um, man, this I could talk about this for hours, you know. But I, it's like it is really easily accessible now, and anyone can get hold of it. And and I, if I you're it, yeah. Yeah, and and I think if you're prone to to being misled or Which led is up, literally the majority of people, man, we're all yeah. every single one of us is so lost. It's a very small majority of people that are that mm. able to grow and be clear-headed and make moves off their own. Back. Yeah, majority of us, yeah, especially man. as teenagers, especially. especially and especially as like, all right. So I was I was smoking through all like I I stopped smoking. Uh, two years ago okay. I have a little puff now and again yeah. you know um, but I was smoking punk like all the way through from 15 yeah. you know and uh, I think the strains that we were touching then weren't even anywhere like what's going on now yeah. like and so I think if you've got a a, a group of uh, socially deprived financially deprived uh identity completely lack of identity lack of own ident lack identity of education, education yeah. um you know and but then on the other hand you've got some boom weed some militant lyrics free music free instagram free da, da, da. everything to poison you but nothing to yeah to yeah yeah. yeah 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 and then you're gonna have a, a group of easily misled paranoid young young people Definitely, man. like you know i, I mean yeah I, that's what i'm saying yes it, it, coming back to the point is it hip-hop it it might be it is it, it, it is hip-hop yeah. it's, it's only a part of it 
it's again like we said it's part of the question mm. it's definitely not uh, the full question no and 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 the thing is like for us it was different <laughs> the thing i would get hyped off listening to shook ones i would get hyped off listening to to you know all all of these what are quite violent songs if you break apart these lyrics yeah. And break them down, and I was getting hyped off them and listening to them on a hype. But the difference being, it weren't in my manner. I and we weren't, you know. All right, Even if we, it was, it wasn't in your circles. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, again, though, man, it's about like because anyone can listen to hip hop, and the the kid in Cambridge that's listening to Shook ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still getting that mad energy, and yeah. I think it's about that's what I'm saying about not that it should be age appropriate because it shouldn't, hip hop, but partly it's you don't really get it mm. you don't know what shook ones is about and yes it's a rowdy track but you can pull things out of it that can help you in life which is what i think hip-hop's for yeah, yeah, these, yeah. that's what yeah. these stories are for mm. and even the horror stories mm. that's what they're for mm. you pull out yeah and that's right so that's so that is it really for youtube to ban and take down a load of drill music videos etc is fundamentally blocking young people from extracting whatever yeah. they want from an art form. Well, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they gave us all Xboxes so we can make music at home. Yeah. They're not stopping any creativity. No, no. So what, you're going to stop your outlet? You're going to fucking point at a certain genre and say it's all your fault? Mm. Mm. Well, they'll find another genre. Exactly, and they'll find another platform. Exactly. This is the this yeah, is 2018. I was making music before we even had platforms to put it exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah. We were making music. The first the first uh, DDF mixtape that we made. In fact, the first tracks that we ever made in '97, '98. No, what? When was it? It was PlayStation. Yeah. Oh right, so it's two thousand, I think. So because it was music two thousand, yeah, right. Remember that? <laughs> I made those. Those were the first beats that I was making on that, and that's how we as Deftifiers formed, but under a different name at times. Ninja Ganja Maniacs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, we're dead. You know, there's so many different ways for people to access things so to cut off one way you're only cutting off your own nose to spite just, your face there's a lot more it's that and broken inciting. glass theory yeah, yeah. it's the broken glass theory yeah. it's like oh it's the music or it's the, it's the tags it's, like, it's not yeah. give us proper education give us proper youth clubs mm -hmm. give us give us something to see further than what we can currently see when we've been born because our souls have been born in these estates yeah it isn't like we're not bad people. Mm. Our soul, your soul could have been there. Yeah, exactly. Don't judge me. Mm. Help me. Exactly. And that's what these kids need, man. Yeah. Look, let's get back so, to the... Right, yeah. So, so, night, so I was, yeah, grunge. Right, in the grunge. <laughs> in the grunge thing. And then I met up with uh, Reese Murder. That is my my so me and so me and, and he was at Hampstead, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so styles from my me and me and Reese got very very close, and uh, he was playing a bit of guitar at the time as well, and we were like listening to a lot of mod stuff, and um, and so yeah, I was I was like at this time I was being. I suppose I was introduced to graffiti a lot, long, a lot earlier than that because I used to hang out with Rids. Do you remember yeah. Rids? R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Rids, definitely. Yeah, he was a fucking um, local don. Yeah, I yeah. Never got to meet him. We mm. were going to put him in RK, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to put him in because we thought he was sick. Yeah, yeah, he was. Then... Yeah. So I was hanging around with Rids and 
and Rees. In fact, I was hanging out around with Rids a lot earlier, so I was watching Rids doing his outlines, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a little me, him, and Ferg. We had a little crew because we were like, yeah, it's so funny, bruv. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we can all draw in it. We're gonna start doing all graffiti and that. So, so we all had the same tag. Yeah. And we, so we were writing days, days, uh, days yeah, D A Z E yes. in the same way. We copied that, and we were like, so if we can all write this, then we get around. We'll get and we had a crew for the one name. <laughs> it was like there's three of us, yeah. so we got to have a crew. Okay. But we're all writing we'll days. So it was me, Ferg, Rids. Um, and they introduced me to graph. I, I was, you know, I like to write my name on things. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, fun. Um, yeah, and fun. And everyone, it was them time. It was, it was the age of the toy. Yeah. You know, because everyone had a tag. Yeah. Everyone had a tag. 90s, everyone, even if you weren't writing yeah. properly, you had a tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Especially are, around that area, West yeah. Hampstead, Hampstead, Kilburn, yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're travelling that Jubilee line, as yeah, we've spoken exactly. about before, yeah. all you're seeing along that line is just pure dons. Pure and you, we had that info dub in Hampstead School. That's right. Yeah, and then we had that big bond dub on the electric box yeah. between Westbeer Road and Minster Road. Yeah. Uh, which then I think Venger took out I after that. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> took right. himself out. Took himself out. Um, and then, yeah, so I was constantly, I was constantly around it. And so, and then, at them times when I hooked up with Rees, I was watching it properly. And I mean, before then as well, I mean, your, your good friend Pref, mm. I've, I've known, I've, we had a, a mutual friend that, that goes back before um, Hampstead School for me. But, when I was young and t uh, them lot of year old, year old, year yeah. older. Um, so I'd go around to, to his mate and Pref would be there and I'd see him doing the specialists outlines and I'd be like, whoa, I'll have some of that. So I was actively writing, not writing, but I was actively drawing all of these pieces. Yeah. So I was getting my letters. I was like, yeah, so I was always very into it. And then, and then Rees got super into it. Yeah. And then I'd just seen him like, I think I met him in 97 and by then yeah he was just already had bad boy hand style yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we already highly respected him do you know Vincent yeah 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 Vince so that's how I met him right right Vince. okay I don't know Vince I don't yeah, know Vince no but yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah I used to hang around with Vince yeah but so with all of this is going along at the same time as these different music choices. Yeah, because um, yeah, because at that at that time, Rees was listening to the. He was showing me about bands like the Jam That's right, and the Small Faces and music collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was showing me this stuff, and he was like, "Oh, you know." And our friend Jake as well at the time, Jake, you know, he we were both me and Jake were like writing. Uh -huh. or, or you know practicing hand styles yeah, yeah, yeah. drawing rah because Reese was so it was us three who were playing music together really? and writing songs together um and then we had a little falling out me and Reese, as you do when you're young right. and so you know so i didn't see him for a very long time we're now you know we now chat and uh, and all good um so yeah we can't we lost touch at them times and i was kind of I found myself in that place where I'd often found myself where I didn't really have a strong crew of okay. friends, but I was cool with everyone, yeah. nodding to everyone, chilling with this lot, chilling with this and lot. But... enough as well not like, to, to add something. 
wherever you went. Well, hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, you came with something. You weren't just like hanging on on the edge. Like. Well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I and I, I've also prided myself on a you know fantastic sense of humour. So that was... <laughs> there's, at least there's that. <laughs> no. So yeah, yeah. So I, it came at this time, and um, so from off the back of that, I met um, my very close friends, L. Jamie, Dempsey, um, and a few a few others, but these three and we started hanging around and playing some guitar-based music. Right. And then uh, I don't know what I don't know what the switch was. I don't know what the switch was, but like '97, '98, we were just like, "Do you like hip hop?" I think Massive Attack was the switch, to be honest <laughs> with you, because we were like, "Oh shit." That you mix know, is ridiculous. That that massive that first massive attack album, I think, must have like, I, f I think I remember Jamie going, "I'm rapping now." I'm gonna be honest, right? I I knew one song, the mm. un something, un symphony. unfinished symphony. Yeah, obviously knew that. I knew it was amazing. I yeah. didn't listen to anything else. Yeah, not yeah. consciously anyway. Literally this weekend, yeah, my yeah. girl was like, "No, you're listening." The school you with the old massive attack. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I. Mean, I but buried my head in my sand. I don't yeah, yeah. Experiment shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I got my vibe. I'm it. sticking I'm to it. That's why I found it. I did nothing else. Yeah. In. Sorry, come here. No, no, but that's. Massive Attack. And those, that album is. It's, that yeah. track as well, the one I've known for years. Oh, fantastic. I mean, piece of music. brilliant musicians, man. Brilliant, brilliant producers, brilliant rappers. Like, and so. I'm sure it was Jay that said that I'm rapping now, and I was like, "Fuck that, man! I was ra I was rapping. I'm a shit. <laughs> like, fuck, are we gonna do that now? Yeah, we're gonna try and rap. All right, that sounds sick." And so, um, <laughs> so we 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 uh, got fucking together, started writing raps over over beats, you know, that we're finding any instrumentals that we could find, yeah. and we started rapping. Them times we were sitting around Jamie's house and. Um, and his older sister Melody, and she was really good friends with um, Michael Parkinson. So we'd have Michael like, but we didn't even know who he was. Yeah, you know, it was just like that's Michael. Yeah, and it'd be like, yeah, safe. Yeah, and he'd always come in and be like, or pass by and be like, ah, yeah. like, oh, these lot are rapping. Yeah, you know, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. me and Jamie's house like. With these American accents yeah. and shit, you know, totally unexposed to any hip UK hip hop, yeah, yeah, yeah. any UK sound. So we were like, it's too underground. Yeah, and we were saying, and you know, you could hear 3D rapping and tricky mm. and that, but you were like, right, nah, this is different. That's not even hip hop. Yeah, and we yeah, were listening yeah. to like, you know, Mob Deep and all yeah. of that shit. Man, it was loved what Tricky and 3D did, but but it was it, not it, our no, idea. And also of, I think it, also being from London, that is what I took from that one track, but also from the album this mm. weekend. I can see why I didn't listen to it and didn't look at it as rap. Yeah. Because, and I'm not, I didn't even know what UK hip hop was in the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. That's why I didn't listen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's, no, yeah. it's, yeah. So you're right, it had to be US. I'm it, had, it, had to be. Yeah. it had to be, it had to be. We had to have American accents. Yeah, we, I remember rapping in such a rough voice like this that I'd hurt myself. <laughs> Actually, right. Actually, rapping. I had to trying, yeah, try, I had to be. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it'd be like fucking hell. Yeah. So we were like, and this is mad as well. We were we were holding it down, and we were like, we're the only white rappers. <laughs> 
you know, ever, ever, <laughs> especially <laughs> in London. We were yeah. like, should we come out? And Dempsey was, like, you know, Dempsey was like, no, I'm pretty sure that there's other white rappers. We were like, no, no, no. We were like. We, we might we might even just like wear balaclavas and shit when we do live shows and stuff, you know? Like just to keep really, it under wraps. Yeah, really trying to keep it under wraps. Why I don't know. We thought it was like the the the, the selling point, the our USP, the Ninja Ganja Maniacs USP was that they were little white rappers from Northwest London. It was fantastic. Yeah, bro. It was really good times. It was fun times we had but, some you know thank god you had that belief though yeah yeah well i don't know yeah i don't know I, yeah i don't know where that belief came from it's funny because i i remember oh, innocence i suppose is part of it not knowing that there's other rappers yeah. just being innocent yeah yeah and then thinking we'll do it yeah <laughs> yeah 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 Boom. and i can't i can't remember when that when that was i think that was before yeah it was before my parents moved and then that summer that was like <clears throat> end of GCSEs, which was a which was a, a great summer, you know. It's a great finished, yeah, finished, finished. I mean, I wasn't in school anyway. I wasn't yeah. about it, you know. I was I was at school because my friends were at school. Yeah. I wasn't really at school. I was stoned. Yeah. And uh, and so that the end of that summer, it was like, or the end of them GCSEs and that. And I knew my my parents were moving because, like, you know, it was rocky in the house and um it was shaky yeah they were planning to move away um so on that summer boom they spring that they're not spring they say right we're, we're moving away um my mum was like you got a choice now mm -hmm. you can either stay on and do your a levels yeah. which i wasn't able to do because i didn't get good enough gcse's yeah. uh or you can move up north with us um or you can go and get yourself a job and stay wherever you want, but you look after yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, the other, the other like conditions of me staying on at school was staying, going to my nan's house with my grandparents and my mum paying them a bit of money to have me there. Yeah. Now, to me, that was a no brainer yeah. because like my nan and my granddad were so safe. Like they were so yes. safe. I yeah. mean, my, my whole family on that, on my mum's side are a bunch of stoners, you know? So <laughs> like they were very used to what was going on. And yeah. like, I, I, if I came home, I died at two o'clock in the morning and my Is granddad happened okay? to, yeah, yeah. You know? So I moved into, I moved into their house, which was sick. Hendon. Hendon. Right. By Brent Cross. Yeah. It was like, I was like, oh shit. This God. is, this is, yeah, this is going to be a boom two years now. I do my GMVQ art and design, which yeah. is when I started, I met with um, Tom Blackford. Oh, yeah, fetish. of course. He mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I you decided, I'll do the college thing. Yeah. Yeah, because of course, well, well, I was, I was, I was at, at heart. You know, at heart. No, in in my haze, I was a lazy bastard. Yeah. You know, I, I I was like, nah, I'm not gonna go and work and that. I've and got my own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got I got my I got my job at the Sainsbury's Bakery. Good. That you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Did, got my little yeah. job and done that that I needed yeah. to. You yeah. know, a little pocket money here yeah. and there, and um, 
and I had my my room in my in my grandparents' house that used to be my cousins and you know and so we were a big family like yeah. that that side so I had yeah. all my cousins around at that point um or well a lot of my cousins were around at that point so um and then yeah and yeah fucking hell my cousin's boyfriend at the time who was fucking growing nine plants of punk in the spare room at my grandparents house <laughs> i mean you know what i mean so you'd walk into this house and my friends would come in and be like what the fuck, fuck is, is that smell on? bro <laughs> so, so i'd be nicking in there and cutting like premature buds yeah. off that were putting them in the microwave for a little you know really damaging the shit you know but like whatever whatever this is really sticky bro yeah, yeah no that's because it's not ready at yeah. all but like exactly. it'll be fine it all sparks and stuff when you're, when you're smoking it yeah exactly. but i was like this is this is wicked um yeah, I was shot in a bit in in that time as well. I was really taking the piss at school, to be honest with you. Yeah. In in those times, yeah, I was. You know, I was. As Tom said, like, uh, you know, I wasn't. He was the only one who was who was into yeah, art. Really, like a bit of a light class. Wasn't uh, it, that we just we just had, and at this time, I still we were still rapping. Yeah, or trying to rap, or coming up with this idea that we were going to rap. It all plays in, but I was also I met some really good friends on the course who were like an, a year older than us or something like that. Who started, or we happened to be in the same. I think it was a year older than us. Um, but uh, yeah, so one of them, Darren, and all his crew were proper into garage, right. and I was like, ah. Oh, this is a bit, it's not so hard, you know, as yeah. rap for these times. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to start going to garage raves. Cause, and then I got like a bit sweet boy and like, yeah. and I still had my rapping thing going on, yeah, yeah, but I was also doing little garage raps and yeah. stuff like that. And like, and they, these lot were emceeing at these parties as oh. well. And um, so I got this, this started to be a rave education for me, like in the, in the dance world, because... Yeah. That was also, you know... Um, so this is like late 90s by now. Yeah, this is like uh, 99. 99, yeah. I think. 899, yeah. those years. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Overtaking the radio, mm -hmm. all the pirate stations. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because, like, I had, on one hand, the DDF boys who were rapping, like, properly rapping, inverted commas, commas, um, and uh, they were like, all this ribba-dibba-dibble shit. Like, yes, we like the woods about that, all this stuff. And so I was like, yeah, 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 all, all, all of that shit. But yeah, then going like, yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to be like, yeah, I'll fit this into my shit as well because I really like the vibe of it. And and I've always been like, I really do like a good commercial song. Yeah. If it makes me dance, if it makes me feel yeah, good, you know, that's... that's a good song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, with you, you still got your art head on in a way, so you choose to do art and desire. Oh, yeah. Is it kind of like, yeah, I like art, I could sit in that class, but fuck it, I can't you, you I've got other shit going on, which is what goes on. Yeah. So, and then the, the rapping with the guys is still mm. on. Have you formed the name? Like? No, this is like at the time because also with the my which has always been my problem uh, in an educational setting is that I know better than the teacher. Right. And so in the art class, I was just like, 
you're not teaching me nothing. Yeah. I can do this. Like, I'm not bothered with this. Like, I can draw bad. I'm bad at drawing. Like, I don't need to... In fact, I'm badder than you, teacher. Who you taught, you know? Yeah. So it was like, yeah, bro, this is a laugh. I'm just going to get my certificate out of it afterwards. Boom. Yeah. Um, which, which, yeah, there you go. Did you More still think me. you were going to be an artist, though? Or is it kind no, of... No, at this point... Then it's gone. At this point, it's yeah. like, I'm it's music. It's the of being 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm music. In fact, at this point, I didn't even have a fucking clue what I was going to do, yeah. to be honest no, with you. No, exactly, you're there. That's the, I know those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'm into music. Yeah. I draw all the time. I, I don't want to work for anybody. Yeah, I like weed. I love weed. Yeah. I love weed. Every all day from seven o'clock in the morning, yeah, I love fine. weed. It's perfect. It's, 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 <laughs> the, my life is brilliant. Yeah. I wake up yeah. and I walk down I don't even the... Know what 19 is. No. Oh, get me. Yeah. I was like, nah. Was like, Why are you trying to make me think about these things now? I'm just at, I'm just at the last two years of school. Oh, Come on. My son is there. Mm. But I think that, that, you know, that's right. We're, oh, we're, we're kind of, it's, right, I don't know. It's right for a certain person. We're, we're encouraged to know what we want to do for the rest of our lives at a far too young age. Listen, man, we're going to get to what you do now, what you, what the recent thing you've done. But we spoke about it when I saw you. And it, thank God, like, you, you chose to do it at that time, mm. at a later age, and you really fucking wanted it yeah and that's and my mate sam has just finished his he's got a ba yeah. in fine art and i'm so proud of him and he's in his early 40s and i'm just like sick because mm. we can't don't tell me at 18 i need to fucking decide exactly exactly oh, at 16 head, 18 yeah. there's not put all this mad pressure on me make me feel like a failure because yeah. i'm not and I'm, I'm not I even fully grown yet. Yeah, yeah. Really fucking my brain up. Yeah, they yeah. Got that shit twisted. Oh, bro, I was. Uh, it's funny. Like my 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 mum's a teacher. Yeah. And uh, oh well, she trained when um, she was. I don't know. She must have been my age or a bit younger when she was teacher training. Yeah. And uh, so when I got my GCSEs, I got the uh, got the letter. I went to get them from school. You know, this yeah. before the uh, GMBQ course, obviously. Um, and I was like, boom. Look at these marks. I was like, boom. I got my my uh, A in English literature, <laughs> my my B in English language, my B in CDT, and then I got a D, a D, a D, an E. And I was like, yes. But I was in all the bottom classes of the other ones. So I couldn't know. So I went back and I was like, yeah, got my free GCSEs I mean, that cost that, that are worth anything. And my mum was screwing. Yeah. She was just like, what is that? Yeah. I was like, well, what do you what do you think it is? Like they're they're the they're the marks that I could have they're the the highest marks I could have got in that paper was a D. Yeah. Like and I got it. And I got it. Yeah. And she was like, no. She was, you know. Yeah. See, I was I was I, and then I I went I was like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. I walked I walked out because I was just like, you know, of she and she was like, oh, I will talk to her about that. Oh, I have done in my adult years. She was like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing though, as a parent, she's just like, what the fuck? And to be honest, it probably wasn't even aimed at you. It's aimed at the school. How have you let my son get to this fucking stage? Mm. Are you kidding me? Mm. The highest he can get is a D. Are you, you haven't told me shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yes, yeah, so like, yeah. we get letters, we go to parents' evening, but are you fucking yeah, kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then the, the pressure. You end up falling up, falling up with your mum for however long. Yeah, bro, whatever. It's a scar. Mm. It's another fucking scar. And it is that thing of, of like, 
And not, not. I'm not saying it's from her, but I'm saying it's from an institutional yes, yes. Uh, structure that says yeah. you are not good enough. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. are not. Um, yeah. You're whatever you're. Uh, basically, I didn't revise for nothing. Yeah. I didn't revise. I was. I was getting high. But the thing is, bro, that's fine. Yeah. Because, because you're not that guy. Right. Exactly. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. let the kid who wants to revise revise. That's mm. brilliant for mm. him. Yeah. But don't fucking tell me I'm a failure because all it is, I'm not ready. Because what you're doing now, exactly, is banging. Right. And if they can just bring us up a bit better. Exactly. In those years, I, fuck knows what it is. They just want our tax money and us working. Yeah. Yeah. Dream. I don't know why they have to rush this period of. A, young person's life yeah well it's it, basically it's not to do with the young person it's about no, it's, about, it's about, about figures yeah, it's about get numbers into that fucking and, work room and get some money so we can get some tax yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah i'm sure that's why i mean it's it's a whole thing that has to be unpicked and reworked it's again so in my in my eyes it's a, it will take the teachers are not no no teachers, no it's not at all no the teachers are under a hell of a lot of pressure and the thing that we forget when we're at school is that these teachers have gone from school to school to teacher yeah. that's they've had no time a lot of them have had no time to to inform themselves no, you know so true. they've been in an educational setting yeah. since they were at school yeah, yeah, and then they and then they continue and yeah. they're like you're, you're young you're like 14 15 16 whatever and you've got a 24 year old yeah. teaching you yeah. or someone who is now almost 60 and very much over being a teacher, but yeah. they're they're having they've to been do at that school for 45 yeah, years. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and they've been facing all of these. Yeah. So no, I don't have you know, I, and I had some brilliant teachers, and I tell you the truth, probably if I had had um, the choice at at that time of, of of sixteen, of having more than education, like if someone had said to me, not not work per se, because I didn't want to go into a job that was going to be boring as fuck yeah yeah but if i had had i'm handy i've always yeah. been handy i've always been hands-on if i had had a carpentry course mm. offered to me or something not offered to me but you know shown if i was introduced yeah. to these different but this is avenues. the thing in everyday life and exactly what we talk about in this room right is the fact that what did you get into how did you turn it round, and then what do you do now yeah it happens with everything mm -hmm. it's just about inspiration I mean, and that's it. And I, I'm, I'm not a mathematician. Yeah. No, I mean, I never have been. Yeah. And there should have been a point at, in my school where, all right, you know basics now, which you have to know. You, which you have to know, of course, of course. You need to know. You need to know basic accounting. You need because if you're going to run your business later yeah. on, yeah. you need to know tax. Pay your bills, whatever. Exactly. But they don't even teach you that shit. No. So if it gets to a point and you see that you know me, I was struggling even in a bottom set why do i need to do maths anymore and why are you the, why, the worst bit you know, is the pointing the finger mm. i sat in my room i sat in that school with my son many times over the years stressing him yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what i mean and it is stressful you listen to what the teacher's saying josh yeah. why are you doing this yeah, yeah, yeah. josh he's telling you you're failing mm -hmm. i'm telling you you're failing mm -hmm. you're failing josh never mind I, I went through the same shit, but i didn't even think about it mm. it's only in these last couple of years i'm looking at my son and i'm like what the fuck have we all been doing? Yeah, yeah. And this is happening everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. My kid is amazing. Mm. Like, I love my son to bits. He's a beautiful, amazing, clever, yeah. talented... And no academic level is going to change that. Yeah, a fucking academic level is fine. He weren't that kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's carrying shit now, but luckily he's in a good place. But it doesn't matter anyway. Mm, mm. 
crazy times those years. Crazy right? times them years. And that's why you treat a GMVQ the way you would. Yeah. <laughs> so we were we were blazing it up in the in the in the smokers garden. Yeah. We were just having a riot, man. We were having a riot. It was a great time for me. I was going to all these garage raves with these lot. I was going to um, hip hop raves with the with the other lot. And then we were coming together sometimes, and oh, we were just. You had this mad freedom from home as well. And I had this mad freedom. This mad freedom like ah oh, yeah and and two of the funniest old souls that i've ever had the pleasure to to uh, you know live around yeah, yeah, just yeah, be yeah. around these great two old people fucking hilarious times um and uh yeah so i was I, it was it was groovy man it was groovy and then come like i don't know end of end of uh gmvq we were like right we're gonna rap Okay. We're gonna do. We're gonna do this. Ninja yeah. Ganja Maniacs are right. on. Yes. We are on. Right. Roll up the spliffs. Let's go rap. <laughs> um, and so, so we left. We left uh, the art and design GMVQ. Those lot were doing other things. I can't remember what they were doing. It was just me and Tom in that GMVQ. Yeah. Those lot were still at Hampstead though. So okay. we were still circulating, yeah, navigating yeah, yeah. in the same area. Um, we were all going and bunking at my mate Kai's house and whatnot. I mean, the last day of GMVQ for me was a myth because it was, oh, it was so bad, man. It was so bad. I took all of my... I was really good at doing the drawings and that. When it came to any of the writing and that, nothing. So I took these folders... And they're like, you got no backup work. You got no initial ideas. You got nothing. All you got are final ideas. Like all the way through this, what you know? I was like, all right, give me, give me a few hours. And they're like, you're gonna do all the writing. I was like, yeah, I swear down, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get it, my grade. So I've gone up to Khadija, one of the girls in the class. I've gone, have you done the writing? She's like, yeah. I'm like, can I borrow it? She's like, what? You're writing? I was like, yeah. Me just why I don't know why I thought I just photocopied her work. <laughs> you didn't like, read it. No, nah, bro. I just I just photocopied it. I put it in the folder and I resubmitted it. And then I got a call into the office and was like, "You've just got you've just photocopied Khadija's work." I was like, "Ah oh, shit." I I don't know how I got a merit. <laughs> But they gave me a bly. I think they knew what, you know, they were like, oh, you know, he's having a bit of a rough time. And, you know, I wasn't having a rough time at but all. You were, but the thing is, you were, even if it was, you were pulling out the bag, even if it was the boom bag at the end. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> they knew you had the talent. Yeah, yeah. They were just pissed at the way you got oh, about it. Oh, man, really pissed. So I can't blame them with that. So anyway, I finished my GMVQ, got my certificate. Yeah. Way, very good. Well, all right, now what do we do? Yeah. And then, during this summer, bowling around, we see Doobs, Tom. Yes. And at this point now, I think it was this point. Yeah, no, it was this point. So he was with Moody, Blunty, and these lot were Underground Alliance, but they were just three DJs. Mm. And he was like, well, what, you're, you're rapping? We were like, yeah. He goes, oh, I rap, I rap a bit too. And we were like, oh, sick. And he was like, yeah, I got this set up in my mum's basement. Like, we, I, we were like, what? Yes. And so we showed him the track that we had made on, on uh, Music 2000. Yeah, proper yanked out, proper like not yeah. really knowing what we were about. I think it must have been Tom who introduced us to UK. the likes of Skinny Man. To, and then I heard Skinny Man, I heard Task Force my mind just blew apart. I was, I was like, oh my God, there is a place for us 
in this world and we don't even need balaclavas. It is fucking... <laughs> when you say hip-hop, like, yeah, when the light was shone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. To loving hip-hop that long. Oh, bro. But they was... not, yeah, just not finding that sound. You know, it was... And it, it, it just opened everything up because how we wrote changed. Yeah. We were allowed to write about the ends and we were allowed to write about, you know, being... English about yeah. what we, you know, none of this like fake fucking gangster shit or yeah. whatever. Or, like, not, you know, listening to the the states and being like, yeah, yeah. So we got to like really be hard. We got to yeah. be like, you know, try and live some like. We were actually just writing about how much weed we smoked yeah. probably back in them days. But yeah, everything changed. Way. Yeah, in an aggressive way. <laughs> I smoked ten ten pounds, ten pounds, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then. Task Force, Skinny Man, Jesus, Roots Maneuver. Uh, Tom just poured all of this music onto us, and we were like, right, we we um, we're going back to the lab. Was this ninety nine? Ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was I still knew Tom then. Right. I met right, him, yeah. I think I met Tom in like ninety seven or something through a friend that lived around the corner from me. Mm. And I remember, I remember the music hitting him. Yeah. I remember because I must have seen it coming, and then. I've always remembered it ever since the years after knowing him as well. Mm. It was it became really serious to him, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He knew a lot so yeah. quickly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when Tom gets into something he embodies it yeah. like he becomes that he yeah. you know, he's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. But he's... not like one day. Yeah, he goes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, he really he, builds yeah. up his knowledge. I yeah. mean Tom is you know, with he built something quite special in those in those few years for for us lot for for a younger group of 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 young men who were who were trying to find a medium uh, uh, a platform sorry um, an find, avenue of some an sort. avenue and yeah. a, and a and a a, a place of yeah. belonging because that you know we had spent so long thinking. We we can't be serious with this rap thing because we there's no uh, place for us. Yeah, here, you know, where, yeah. You're looking at an open field basically. Yeah. Like, what direction? Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Tom comes along, he's like, "There's the road there." Yeah, yeah. And we and he and L are uh, real old friends. They've known each other since they were seven or yeah. something. So instantly, his bringings uh, as Tom's yeah. like proper open. Instantly, I like come round and yeah. so we're we're there. We're listening to all this shit. We're having our minds blown. We're we're having these massive ciphers in his basement and then he's like oh do you want to be part of this thing we're like what's what's this thing so it's underground alliance yeah yeah we're on it chapter two culture we get into more than culture in this chapter and bill's really been through it but culture really is what brought him through those years and we talk about his journey through hip-hop family life drugs and alcohol relationships and working life like, so Death Defiers become part of Underground Alliance. There were fire demons in there and a group, another group of five. Um, there was Ed who was in it. There was White Fang in yes. it. There was Graziella. There was uh, oh, there was like, Moods, obviously. Blunted, Columbo. Columbo. Columbo, yeah. multi talented, fucker. Properly multi talented. Super. Yeah, 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 super. Yeah, yeah. So there was a, there was a whole, free, not to mention. Not to mention. Oh my god, free. Big yes, freedom. yes. And then there was like uh, other little groups which were associated with us TMF. and TMF, of course, all of them lots. Yeah. And then there was um, 
Gringo, who was Tom's That's younger right. brother, who had yeah, man, of course, and Gringo, one of the, and to this day, to this day, one of the best lyricists, amazing, one of the best right, lyricists, man. I swear. Um, we have we it's it's funny because every month or so, or we have a freestyle club where all of us still Sick. try and link up. Um, and t the other the other month. He was there and bought some writings out that he had done recently, and we were just like, oh god, the world has just shattered again. And um, so it's great. We're in this atmosphere of like, and then we had uh, uh, there was a crew who were like the year young, younger than us, or in Dempsey's year, in Nem's year, um, and they were called IC, and they had a few. But so we had this like massive collective twenty odd yeah. people who were all like rapping and that yeah. and then and then we were you know tom goes do you want to go see skinny man and my my asshole fell out what i was like eh and you know i remember going to skinny's house for the first time up in the flats and uh first like my man's just there and he's the first thing he says to me is drop a verse I, I, you know, I was like, so, you know, started this verse through, and yeah, man, it was. OG it was, put you on the oh, spot, bruv, He put probably put me on the spot, but like me, we had a nice. He's um, done that. He, there are many reasons why he does that, man. Like not to be impressed or anything, but to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when yeah. you get, you know, skinny, innit? it. So yeah. You get to yeah. know him, and you're like, yeah, yeah. That weren't just about like he wasn't embarrassing me though. Yeah, no, just, no, he, he not at all. A confidence builder. Yeah, he knows what this can do for me. If yeah, I can rap in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's deep, man. No, he's 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 proper, man. Yeah. I mean, we were making it was funny because we were making this like little um, underlie documentary, and um, and I remember at a point. I think it was it, it started before Deftifiers even got involved in that. I think, mm. and uh, I remember Skinny on one point of it going, you know. All Underground Alliance needs is a house somewhere and a budget to make the album. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> and I was thinking, fuck, if you're giving us a budget and a house somewhere, we'd probably get stoned all day and not do anything. <laughs> but, skinny but, but, skinny, but Skinny would expect it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so then, you know, we we had a, a residency at Islington Bar. Yeah. And, and we would do Islington Bar every other week. And so, like... This whole thing happens what within a year or so you start to build this. Yeah, thing. so like by two thousand, we're we're tight. But, so what are you what are you doing outside of that? How, so you're uh, at college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so still at Nance. no, so by by the end of GMVQ, my my grandparents they had moved um, up to where my parents were. Where was that? Links. Links. Yeah, okay. a tiny little village. I mean, it's okay. so I was. You know, I, 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 You're 18. I was 18 and I moved into my boy Kai's house, okay. which was on Lifos Road, yeah. on Finchley Road. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I lived there for a little bit. Um, there was one point, I think for a month, I had to go up to my, up to my folks and live there. Yeah. I remember it was, hard, uh, it was, it was, it was hard in the sense that like, I, I didn't really know what the fuck was going on yeah like how are you gonna get how are you gonna keep going yeah like, get to wherever you were meant to be going yeah yeah because i was having to work in places like next yeah and uh a bar and uh sainsbury's and like do these little jobs in order to live in london yeah like because you know that my my last my last uh 
my last hope, hope, hope. Right, that's a bit much to say that, but my yeah. last people were my grandparents and they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was doing what I, I remember, um, a, a, a letter from my mum at one point and she goes, uh, you know, as mums do, and she signed off on the letter saying, um, just have a good think because there's not many 21 year olds that can, um, that have the pleasure of making music for a living. And I was like, ah, deep, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was always like, as well, she'd give me a little 50 quid here or whatever, give me a little yeah, yeah. handout, you know, if she could. Um, and I was like, yeah. So at that point, I was doing, I was, I was at Kai's for God knows how long, um, did that little stint up, up north where I had nowhere to go. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was so terrible. I was like, I went I had up. To get oh. uh, then the next, the next thing is, um, so my cousin had a flat in East Finchley. Yeah. For years now, he had been on the brown stuff, oh, right. um, and he was like, "Listen, you can come and live with me, but you got help try and sort me out." And I was like, How "Yeah, old are you? I was uh, twenty-one." Twitter or something like that. Yeah, no, twenty one. Just just about to turn twenty one, I think yeah. I was. Um and he was like, Can't you can you can live with me, I'm I'm gonna um give you a blight for a little while, let you get a job together and everything and I'll I'll like pay our way and make sure we're all right, but you, you know, you gotta we gotta try and help me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean And then get your shit sorted. Get my shit sorted. So I mean, we had a fucking great time. Yeah. That, uh, you know, he introduced me to a whole world of shit, yeah. uh, good shit and bad shit. Right. Um, and we, you know, we built a really strong relationship um, and a, a really strong understanding of one another, I think. Um, some things I wouldn't advise anyone to do it. Some things I'd be like, yeah, fucking great. I mean, we, we did so much ketamine. It was right. unbelievable. Um, but then he taught me like, you know, I was a very fragile, fragile, sensitive yeah. young person anyway. And, um, I felt I had, you know, I, in social, social circumstances, uh, underlie all of that. I was, I was off my trolley, whether I was pissed, right. you know, I didn't at them times when we first went, when we first got out of school, I didn't touch anything chemical. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was very lightweight. It took me a few drinks to get completely pissed. I was a puffer. You know, I like to be, I like to be stoned all the time. Um, Islin Tumbag, you know, and, and all the, the, the events that went on and all of the raves that we did or, or clubs or whatever yeah. that we did. Um, I'd have, I'd have a juice and I'd probably get much too drunk, drunk from, for my body weight, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, and he, he was, he was proper understanding of the music and proper behind it. My cousin as well is like, you know, you can, you can try and get on this music thing. Um, so in that time, it wasn't, it wasn't because of him that I tried anything. I was bit, like, I started, I start, I took my first pill when I was like 17 or 16. Well, so before him, yeah, you know, yeah. as I was saying, I was like, you know, not really happy in my own skin. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, uh, issues in, in my head that I'd picked up. I don't know from what lots of unconfidence, yeah. uh, you know, uh, paranoia, things like that. So when I'd get when I'd go out and be in these situations, 
I would want to get out of my tree. Yeah. So it was like before I moved into my cousins, um, me and a friend, uh, we got bang on the old Chang. And um, he was he was moving it at the time, and so it was always around, and like you know, constantly be there. That uh, I had, yeah, had a, a lot of a lot of uh, fun on it at the beginning, and so it, my cousin wasn't my my first uh, experience of that oh, by no, any means. No. But what it was is my first experience of completely getting out of my of my head astrally, like you know. Um, yeah, so I had a really, a really, really informative time. At his, How were you there? Um, oh, bruv, I was there until I met uh, a girl and got the fuck out of there. Right. Which was terrible because it was next door. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't really getting out of there. Out. But I knew I had to get out. And um, so, yeah, I got out of there, went next door, and I was uh, trapped next door. Not trapped, that's deep to say that. Um, but I was sat next door for seven years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so that was... That was like my first proper relationship. Is that out of culture then? Out of everything? It's like no, years. no. I was I was in the cult. I was still in it. Like, uh -huh. But it started to get... So 2003 maybe? Like when I moved in there or something? So we so we put out the 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 DDF mixtape. That's right. Two, I think it came out, didn't it, before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. right. So we put out the DDF mixtape in two thousand, the first underlying mixtape. I think around the same kind of yeah. time, and then Base Mentality two, which That's you right. did the artwork for, yeah. and that was two thousand and one. No, two thousand. Well, I'd opened the doors in '03, and I think I did it. I was, it but must was, have been uh, February 03 I opened so I might have done the artwork in either the November of 02 so we so we done that so I must have moved into hers for yeah it was 2003 that I moved into right. hers so I was still very much involved in the culture mm. I was still I'd, I'd got a, a car by that time really? like I was, I was like oh yeah um and you're working. I was working. We were doing. We were driving up to Brighton. We were driving up to Bristol. Yeah. We were like, you know, yeah. I, and that's it. So 2003, I got a job in HSS. Oh yeah. Five days a week. Yeah. Poor, as a fitter, so I was fixing tools and everything. Yeah. Um, at them times, I was smoking uh, half a bar for my smoking half Actual. a bar. Not punk. Like me and this girl. And oh, it's uh, a month flat. This is a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and I know that because my guy used to come to HSS, yeah. and so it was, yeah, it was a real. I, I was kind of, I was, I was falling in line because I had to fall in line with her. Yeah, you know, and pay rent and all yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. And times had changed. If we're gonna do this, you have to, you have to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is fine. And to be you. honest with you, I didn't want to do that. But the alternative was was you know being homeless. Well, I mean, this is it. You could stay with your cousin and keep exploring. Yeah. And not know where that's gonna end. Yeah. Up. You ain't got. Yeah, it's homeless or what? Yeah. And how old are you then? 21, 22? 21, 21, yeah, 21, 21 22. There's like, a girl. Mm. One, she's a girl. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's a human is a girl. Yeah. And I can live in that house. Yeah. Like, 
that all works. Yeah. And not not to say you used it. I'm not saying that. No, it's no, just, no, totally. It's the simplicity of the, it's just like that's a savior and I can make this work. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean, we definitely but wasn't you didn't in have that. Much choice. It's not nah. as if you had you could carry a lot of strength with you into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally, yeah. And so I was working at HSS, I was doing the fitting malarkey. I I was on a, you know, real bog standard wage there, but I found a little loop where I could um I could make I could put all of these tools into red kit which meant that they were needed to like just be chucked away right but they didn't, and, they didn't. <laughs> and I was shot in all of these hilty drills and that not all of these to say all of these yeah, is yeah, like yeah. I had a big racket going yeah, on yeah, but I was I was making up my I was making up my subs here yeah, and yeah. there you know what I mean um and and then with that like being young and being naive in a relationship and and you know, and she was very jealous of the whole music thing. There was a lot of opportunities, maybe not opportunities, but a lot of nights that got turned down. Yeah. A lot of times where I could have been somewhere doing something or other, but I couldn't. Relationship down. Exactly, ex yeah. exactly, exactly. And um, so yeah, that, those times there. But we were still deaf defiers were always active yeah in the sense that we would all there'd be always once or twice a week that we were linking and recording music no. or writing music yeah. so we were always doing that yeah. where you know whether i missed a gig they of course they'd yeah. be pissed off you know underlie would be pissed off would but that be the biggest problem with you and her the gigs more than anything yeah yeah, yeah. i think and it, it's funny you know being it's it's funny like going back and looking over it and and how you know all of the this fear but in this relationship the fear of or or in this period of time not in this relationship that's unfair to say but the fear that was associated in this period of time you know this one not having anywhere stable that i could call my own no yeah. one else's um or no one that I had to answer to not even a bedroom in your mum's house yeah so yeah that's... 50, yeah. miles. Which I could have done. Yeah, but I mean, but that's on. not, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm from yeah. London, yeah. Bruv, you know, exactly. and it's not as if they moved to Manchester. And no, you could try it there. Yeah, it, and my, my, my brothers have gone there, and yeah. I saw this also. This is in the point, I've got to say that, um, this is at a point where my parents were breaking up in a really violent oh, okay. way, and oh, not right. violent physically, but, just, yeah. but mentally, yeah, what was going on up there. I, the sort of, the damage that was going on with my brothers yeah. i was like uh you know in a way i have a lot the you know a lot of guilt was associated to this yeah at a point in time yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know and i was like oh, there's no way i'm going up there there's no yeah, way i'm yeah. staying there but, but i'm seeing what's going on and being yeah. like oh i need to be there so there was all of this shit there was my cousin dying twice oh, you know shit. like literally yeah. he was he was clinically dead twice there was uh, I, I don't know why that's such a big thing, but it was. There was a lot of sort of fear, bro. I yeah, was like, "Whoa!" And um, so anyway, and then yeah, and then it's like when we when we first got together, um, she said to we I had planned to go away to Greece with the boys. That's right. This yeah. is, and then she was like, "Oh well, then we may as well not be together because you're just gonna go and meet someone." And I was like, oh, fuck, but then what do I do about living somewhere? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, fuck, so I cancelled that holiday. You it's know, so stay. Weird, you, uh, you also thought, oh, uh, when well, you probably also thought, oh, I better not go because 
she's right. Like, possibly, quite possibly at that time, yeah. I mean, I mean you just and you because you don't know. No, no, exactly. You I don't, don't know. know. But you I could lie, or, or, but you could be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, actually, maybe I should just yeah. because I don't know. The only thing I did know is that if I go away, I, I, I ain't got a house to come back yeah. to. Yeah. I know, and and saying that, I mean, you know. I would have found somewhere to go to, and 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 I've got to. Have... That's you being thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Not twenty-two. No, no, no. You're not like it won't be all right. Uh, no, I was like this. You know what? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and so. So yeah, so it was this this seven years of a of quite a lull. What happened is, I learnt how to produce tracks, like home, properly. Ah, I was, and I was going to bed at like, I was staying up, I was waiting for her to go to bed, yeah. then I was staying up from like 10 or whatever, through to four o'clock in the morning, getting two hours sleep, then going job, continuous, continuous, just, like, you were loving it I was just, uh, I was just, I found how to produce and, and I got very good at production. The downfall, the downside to that is, I was smoking so much weed, I didn't know what to fucking do with any of this shit I was doing, or I had no like I could make a beat, and, and but there was no follow up to yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I was just churning out these things, which I, I've got hundreds of beats yeah. that have that have never that have done nothing with, you know. Yeah. So that was two thousand three that I moved in two thousand and seven. Death Defiers put out our debut LP, yeah. which was a real big thing to us yeah um and that 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 was the first thing that we that we really like put out well for me it was the first finished project yeah, you know that was one, that so. was like ah oh, sick so i'd linked up with jazza again oh, sick. And jazza was writing verses because he had just come out yeah. and he is and he's just spent all his time inside right, just right, writing right. Yeah. um so he's like let me show you these verses i was like sick at that point jamie who Jayla, who's on that album, he's yeah. kind of like fading the rapping so much these days because, you know, he was getting back into playing guitar and he's got a, an EP coming out soon, yeah. which is fine. He's an incredible musician these Brilliant, days. Um, so Jazza kind of, Jazza was under that. So he took each other's places. Yeah, Jayla yeah, yeah. kind of went off, started doing his thing. Jazza stepped in. So he's not on the first album, but he's on the underlash shit. But then That's he's right. on the second album. 2007, that came out. There was another little uh, bump. We And did that have a lot of your production on them? No, that had none of my production. It's still like, the thing you do, but it's not it's, what you Yeah, and still I had no kind of uh, confidence with them right. sounding any good at that time. Mm-hmm. I think... I think probably I'd only probably been producing for two years at that time yeah, properly, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, People that produce for a much shorter amount of time and still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. It's weird. Yeah, it? it is weird. It's, it's proper yeah. weird. It's and... always know. Huh? They knew. Everyone yeah, knew you were yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were recording to, to my tracks, but I was... It's, you it's, just thought you were thinking something else. I was thinking this isn't good enough. This isn't it. This isn't good yeah, enough. It's fine. We wait. can do this now. Yeah, this yeah. We'll write to this. It's fine. Yeah. That's cool. But we'll wait because the next one that I make will be the one. Yeah. The next one that I make will be the one. Right. We're not ready yet. It's coming. Yeah. It's yeah, not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Um, which is a shame. It's like it's so uh, 
the dates and everything and the times are so blurred for me in that period as well. It's a shame because well, I, but you know, there was it, an awful lot going on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a massive head count. Yeah. First of all. Yeah, yeah. And. There's a lot of people in the crew, mm-hmm. and you all producing an awful lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were quite prolific at a time. And then to have what was going on at home. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, it's a shame. Like, I got my dad to play on a lot of things as well. You know, we were, like, we built a really good relationship. And I think we, we built a good relationship in my late teens anyway. So he was playing on stuff. He had got a little Sick. spark back for playing some music and that. Um, but yeah, I was just long. I just never, never took that step yeah. to to be like, yeah, all right, that's it. So, um, so yeah, that so that happened. We got a little buzz on again. We we're really happy with the album. It was an album that went completely unnoticed. Yeah. I think, um, I think like probably White Fang had a copy in Head Nod. He had Head Nod Head above. Nod yeah, old yeah, that's right. Um, you know, MSM had uh, the Cabin Fever mixtape. I remember our first mixtape. You know, we were so chuffed with that. Um, but big up Chris and those. Yeah, definitely big up them guys. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, uh, um, big up Fang. Big, big up, up Fang. big up. Yeah, big up all of them lads. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so uh, Prelude. It went under the radar a bit. It got some nice reviews in a few magazines, Undercover and uh, HH Connection and. Uh, a few of them ones um but it, it you know it's kind of like you have this you have a baby mm. and then you want the world to have a look at your baby and at them times there's no social media we're no. not on any of that shit we we're, well, it wasn't we're not, even really started no if we, anything there might have been myspace early 2000s but probably there wasn't holding any weight yeah no there was there was myspace i remember myspace but there was like you know so we would we got I don't know, a thousand CDs pressed up. I think we've probably still got like 200 CDs left or something. It was a busy year as well, though, in hip-hop. Yeah, 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 right. It's not as if you went out and only four albums dropped. Mm, mm. UK hip-hop, early 2000s, Mm. was on. Yeah, no, there was a lot coming out. There was a lot coming out. I mean, also, like, we're done. But, yeah, so with the underlying stuff as well, we were doing real like it was I ha- we had a real good education basically with uk hip-hop and i'm very thankful to the people that that were involved and that we we did it with like we had some great great nights um at Dingwalls when we had when we had skinny and rodney p come and uh, headline for us we had the, another one at, at um uh yeah Dingwalls again where task force came and headlined for us that was a when Farmer came into the dressing room and I was so in awe, and then he goes, "You lot smoke way too much punk," and I was like, "What? Yeah, oh my gee, you just told us that we smoke too much. Shit, what the fuck?" Um, and then uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was just like, oh. yeah. And then uh, Skinny asked us to um, roll another joint. <laughs> <laughs> Skinny asked us to come and support him on the Mud EP, the Mud yes. Fam EP. Uh, oh, that's another like when you're just young and dumb, and Skinny comes backstage and he's like, "Yo, I want to introduce you to my to my friend L. He's from the states," and us lot being like total fucking london hip-hop not bothered this guy's from the states in his loud orange cap and tracksuit and shit and we're just like yeah yeah safe bro um 
carry on banning, go back to L's after this fucking show. We just supported Mud Fam and right, that's when I met Noves and all of them. Yeah. And um, fuck, just right, right, I'll go back to L's, put on sound bombing too. And L's <laughs> like, bruv, that guy Skinny tried to introduce us to, is that him? He's tried to introduce us to LP and yeah. we just boyed him off. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? Anyway, young, dumb, you stupid. Much, was, oh man, not paying attention, thinking you're bad. Yeah. Like times where I clashed. I'm already with Skinny, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're his friend. Yeah. I've seen the height. I like this level. Oh, man. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we, anyway, so I had a, we had a good time in between those very blurred mm. years for me. They're very, very blurred years. But that, like, nurturing and, like, filling up and giving you, at that time... Well, listen, man, you, you became a rapper, innit? You became, yeah. like, a performer in the yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it answered loads of questions of things that you'd been working towards all those years and yeah. realising you actually made it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we thought... And that's... And that's well, with, I think the, one of the best things about not having social media and yeah. that around is that in your head you you have no idea on what your stats are well this is the thing you know? isn't it? well we have to be careful with social media because it depends and it's not about like you made it and you sold your thousand cds no i'm not talking about that made it. yeah i'm yeah, talking yeah. about the other made it which is just as valuable it's mm. not lesser yeah no, it's no, another yeah, made it yeah which is you actually got to do that thing i like it's it's learning from that, not from the thousand CDs that sold. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, it's yeah. learning from the doing, yeah. not the. Yeah. No, we get lost in social media with that shit. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's much we much too concerned of it. To me, making it was playing on the same stage as Task Force. Yeah. To playing uh, playing uh, Concord Two with Skinny and Klashnikov. Yeah. You know that. I, I, to me, you I was like. You can sit in a room and sell as many CDs as you want. Be boring as fuck. What yeah. you've got to do is make it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. That's yeah. the shit. That's the experience. Yeah. So. yeah. so no, we had it was great experiences. Then um, at twenty seven, I walked into HSS one morning. Uh, I think it was about twenty seven. Yeah, I think I was 20, 20, 27 or twenty eight, and had uh, what I can only describe as a breakdown, a mental episode. Where I everything let my my every strength in my body collapsed. Everything went, um, you know, the toll of being in a relationship that I had dragged out far too long. It was just wrong. It was much. Oh, it was yeah. wrong. It was due to fear. And there's only two. And you know, and Jazza has has stepped has stood by this for years. And I didn't. I I didn't understand until uh, maybe five years or so ago. But he would always say there's only two choices in life and it's love or fear. And you have to be brave to choose love. Yeah. And so uh, from making these choices out of yeah. fear, not wanting to put your feet in the, you know, jump in a deep end and just have confidence that you, know, you can make life yeah. happen. I, 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 I agree with what he's saying, definitely. I don't know if it was fear with you though, man. Well, I think... Because yeah, but look at the setup. The setup was fragile as fuck. I'm not saying your parents did a bad job. No, 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 no. Yeah, did, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, just yeah. think like that moving, that leaving at that age, and no, and no matter how much fun you had at your nan's house, mm, and mm. thank God they were family, so there was that connection still. You, mm. you know, but I don't know, man. That 
and then knowing, okay, so at 18, I'm leaving there, or whatever, 18 and a half, 19, I'm leaving there, and then you're out there by yourself, knowing the family's gone. It, don't know if it's fear. It's more about, I've got to be careful where I tread. Mm. And you tread, you stepped into her house, and you're like, I can make this float. Yeah, for... Yes, right, so you stayed yeah. on it too long. Selfishly, but yeah. The point, nah, I don't know, man. It's more about fucking, like, what, who who was there for you? I'm not saying your parents went. I don't mean it like yeah, that. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? You're yeah. like, I've got to survive here. Yeah. I don't think a lot of it was fear. Mm. I've, you can attribute some of it to it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But not all of it, man. Like, I think a lot of it was you just trying to find, like... And subconsciously, this isn't... You don't know this. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the time, you're worrying about fear. But I think subconsciously, you're probably thinking... I just need to survive mm. in some way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, well, it is. It's kind of survival instincts. The yeah. self-preservation. Self-preservation, that's the word yeah. I'm trying to find. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so... So, yeah, there you go. Self-preservation got me a fucking headache big time. Boom. Did anything happen the day previous or that morning? Nah, bro, I just felt so trapped. I felt so <laughs> helpless. You just I felt in there I, I hated, in the morning. I hated the job. Yeah. I... I felt like I I was in a situation that wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Um, I just seven o'clock in the morning. That's and and in fact I'd get there a bit earlier because I wanted yeah. to wrap a joint in the back before I started yeah. standard. Um, but yeah, I just got through the door. Um, at about seven ish or something, one of the other lads come in and like got me up and was just like, "You got to go," and I went straight to the doctor. I went straight to the doctor right? and about. I got on the phone to my old dear and I was just like, something's fucked, something's completely wrong, like, you know, and she was like, you need to go to the doctor now. So I went to the doctor, sat in the surgery, got an appointment, got signed off, um, had a, you know, discussion with with the girl and, and I was like, I was pr probably very honest and said, I need you to... Uh, like help me get out of here yeah. and so i went down to uh, a homeless charity i said what do i need to get some help off you guys um unfortunately i wasn't no unfortunately sorry i was over 25 and at that time they were taking um homelessness in males and and, and mental yeah. you know problems in males quite seriously so i got age has gone up now yeah i know anyway um so yeah, I mean, you know, big big ups to her because she like, you know, wrote me this letter that she's kicking me out and everything, and she you know, got it. She knew. She got it. She yeah. weren't gonna say you're not going. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, I, it got to that point. You know, at the end of our relationship, we were like, you know, like existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're flatmates, man. Um, so anyway, uh, at that point, yeah, it was all a bit weird in them oh, times. Uh, they moved me just, I'd got, they were like, they didn't take responsibility for anything of that. They just said, you find a place and get a, and we'll get you a deposit. Oh, wow. So I found a place not far from where I was, because I, obviously I've been in East Finchley yeah. for like five or seven years <laughs> like or whatever. years as well. Yeah, yeah. And my cousin was still there. And at this time, my cousin was off the gear. He had found, he had met an amazing woman. They, you know, and they were still there. And I wanted to, so I was, I got a place just up the road mm -hmm. behind 
in the back of a pub garden, bruv, believe it or not. It was just like an annex that was built in the back yeah. of a pub garden. There was a fence put up in front of my <laughs> annex. Swear down, every night I'd have people running over the top of the fucking roof. Uh, it, it was nightmares. Oh, it was nightmares. God. I was in there and I'd just hear footsteps over the top and I'd shit myself. I'd grab my hammer, like, <laughs> you know. So it's like it was quite funny. Um, I was there for a little while and I moved up the way. Um, still in this kind of protective uh, scheme, housing scheme, where they were helping me out. And then I got... How the... did you... What, what else was going... So you, you signed off work. You're not having to work. Yeah, yeah, I signed off work. What were you doing with your days? I was... I was... I, I was like... Did you lock yourself up? No, no, I didn't lock myself up. Well, in, to an extent. I mean, I, I'd, smoked, I'd smoked my days away yeah. if I weren't going to go and see people. Yeah. Luckily, like, I could go and see a lot of people. Yeah. So I'd, I was just going and, and jamming. And was all still cool and hanging and everyone was... Yeah, yeah, I was just feeling a bit fragile. Of course. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, it was a, the whole the whole moving and, and getting away and breaking out of that was obviously really needed because then the world started lifting yeah, a bit. Yeah, Everything yeah. got yeah. a bit lighter um and breathe a bit more again could breathe. A lot still to get through but you can breathe yeah yeah i could start to like you know reconnect with people as well because i'd i'd cut off a lot of people yeah. um not cut off but just distance myself yeah. you know and so yeah i got to reconnecting with people i was writing like there was no no tomorrow like constantly um constantly writing i mean i think all uh, from and and i heard ty say it the other day but you know it is a real therapy to be able yeah. to start going boom you know this you know i've got a fucking subject matter yeah. now wow. um but yeah no so i was just uh jamming around really we were still making music this was like we were so i yeah so i was almost gonna stop yeah, I'm everything. Thinking, I'm like, I'm wondering where you're still getting this strength from. Yeah, your but love for it was my my love for it was still a, a, there was still a light there for you. My, my love for it was it was staying there early hours of the morning making beats. Them lots were like, oh, we're gonna do another album. I was like, I don't think I, I've got I've got it in me. Yeah. And then I remember one one day they sent a beat over and they had linked up with a guy called Key Skills, and he was working with all of these grime lots and that yeah. and um so he started throwing some beats over and i remember i started to get a bit inspired i was just like no nah, fuck it i'm getting i'm getting i'm back on it i said to the boys i'm back on it i'm I'll back it. on this like yeah but it wasn't even a thing of like i'll do it but my work rate had proper gone down yeah, and yeah. i was like it was noticeable. It was noticeable that they were getting pissed off with me for cancelling um, recording sessions and whatnot all the time, or you know, so another thing would come up, and that was just me. I wasn't ready for people. I wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. you know, I was Bad fucking fragile, man. Yeah. So anyway, got out of there, started recording again. I got involved in a, a couple of relationships along the way, um, and then we got involved in a record label called uh emerging species yeah and emerging species had an office well uh an office had a, a fucking warehouse in hackney wick yeah so 2010 2009 we were we were there in hackney wick working all the time we started um really putting this label together 
Yeah. And Tom was doing another thing at that time called Screaming Soul. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was what Screaming Soul come out With... on Ghetto Priest, right, Squid. Yeah. 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 Um, then we had another group called Gentle Mystics that was at L's other group. Um, and then we put together... So was this like under the same type of inspiration from what Tom had done with Underlie it was kind of like yeah I mean yeah we had we, we knew it could be done yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we we met these really like cool people who were who were passionate about putting this thing together um you know it's one of them things that could have really been great mm -hmm. if there wasn't so much drugs involved right you know, or or if there was more organisation, and if there They're was good things produced, though. oh, there's fucking yeah, great things produced. Yeah. There was some great things produced. Like, don't get me wrong. When I say that, like, I mean, you know, probably the the inner workings. But what was going on within it? We were yeah. and we were going festivals. We were yeah. taking it to festivals and that. Um, oh, Gentle Mystics were smashing the festivals. Yeah. They got uh, Gentle Mystics were doing it right. In fact, that label should have just looked after Gentle Mystics right. because they had it. They had it, and there was not a budget for everyone else. Yeah. And they had they had this festival um, feel, like the vibe at Festies with them. Like they were a nine piece band yeah. with a brass section with like oh, mad instruments going on, accordions, like fully live band and everything, proper. And then, yeah, I, I, you know, I say the drugs for me, it was a problem. Uh, not, not, you know, it wasn't a problem in this, in the sense that at the time for me, it wasn't a problem because I fucking loved it. Yeah, I was yeah, getting, yeah. you know, I was, I was out of my tree all the time. It was, it was great. Um, and uh, but the amount of time that's wasted. Yeah, the amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we, so we were writing this album since two thousand and nine properly. Yeah. Which was Operation Zombie Nation. Yeah. That came out in two thousand and eleven. The the campaign we did for that as an artist, as a visual artist, as uh, I'm so fucking proud of. Like uh, with joining with lots of other heads, like Greg Blackman, he's a he's a singer, a fantastic yeah. soul singer. Um, Noms, who was a, a charging force at EMSP, uh, Emmett, who is also a force, and uh, all the other creatives that we were around, we all pulled forces, like we all pulled together to make this. We had ideas right well above our station. Yeah. We made a, a, a newspaper called The Evening Slander. I think I'm remembering all of this. Now. Yeah, yeah, we and it was a you know it was a a, a faux zombie version, yeah. zombie apocalypse version of of uh, yeah The Evening Standard. Standard yeah. Then we went out to we did a campaign one night where we went to main London tube stations and replaced all the pay, the evening standards for the evening slander, <laughs> filmed it and everything. And you see people opening their standards yeah. and getting this weird. The video is still on YouTube. I think this weird reaction to what's going on. So, <laughs> Operation Zombie Nation was a concept album. Yeah. Two years of work, yeah. working with key skills. Who's uh, an amazing musician, amazing producer, but fucking 
mad in the sense that he knows how he wants to sound and he's going to take that time. It was the most I'd ever been pushed vocally. Yeah. It's like, nah, you can do that a bit more. I think if you get that on the on the snare there, because you're just a bit off, like, you know, we'll do another take. Do, do, do. Try do, yeah, try using your voice like this. Try doing, it was, you know, intense work. And and the writing was intense. We were making a, a fucking album about a zombie apocalypse, which was, you know, a metaphor for the state of society that we, we were living in. Yeah. We started writing this album well before the riots in 2011. We were, or L, L was in his madness at, at night, putting like going through youtube and cutting all of these videos up and making these scenes that there were riots in london or that you know or these yeah, audio yeah, yeah, yeah. bites that there's been riots there's things popping off there's things going on oh it was great and and we put we did this launch night that was you know no one knew where the launch party was going to be you had to watch these youtube videos to get codes and shit and then you got tickets and you, you had to meet up in the middle of eastern street and this guy with a sandwich board with the end is now or whatever <laughs> <laughs> dragged you down into this dungeon where there were fucking zombies there was it was like we went hard at one point there's a stage invasion by a planned a, a, a group of actors who were zombies like you know during our set um yeah we just went all out with it we made some great little video uh youtube like cannon fodder for it all that yeah. was a big old thing and then uh we expected the world and got a little island somewhere that was quite niche and really nice yeah. but we were all a wee bit like deflated yeah. from that i think so um what bringing that team together though man that must have been oh it was it was great to have all of those people yeah i don't think we had any because there was the there was the talk oh should we should we go for this one and get some features you know we know enough people yeah, to yeah, yeah. to get some features that would give us weight yeah. to to but we were like you know what we got so many different musicians involved like to, yeah. and jay who had stopped rapping but come back as you know as this amazing force on the guitar plays beautiful stuff on there we've got live string sections from adagio on there we've got a hell of a lot of live instrumentation and it was also a platform for me to have some of my production on there yeah. so i've got i don't know three three Sweet. songs or something and a solo track that i produced by myself yeah. Um, and sang on and then I'd take these bits to James and we'd rework things and get them sounding much bigger and you know really focused on this sound and um, and yeah I mean pulling and then getting everyone behind it because we would all be up in the EMSP headquarters in the warehouse working on different things working like a team like I was looking at certain bits Tom would be looking at other bits L would be looking at other like real that's amazing man yeah it was a, a, a good good creative force yeah. happening there yeah learning and mm, yeah, mm. fulfilling mm. yeah massively yeah like the end was a bit weird well the end yeah and and it, you know the end was a bit weird and 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 too much too young and all the rest of it um but we ne we didn't stop no. at that point we were so so i don't know what i think i was working at um at castle haven youth center at the time with mm. with uh farms mm. uh, me and farms uh made a very close friendship in this time as well we got very close and uh he really gave 
me a lot of guidance in in uh, music and life and wise man. Yeah, very very wise man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knows how to break it down and yeah, help yeah. with those tools. Yeah. No, I mean he he's he was a great inspiration for me. Mm. Farms like and and he did give me a little nudge here and there and um so yeah, yeah, so that was great. We had the EMSP we took we went to festivals, we did Boomtown, uh uh I think with Mystics definitely did Glastonbury. Yeah. Um yeah, I was working at the youth center. Then I start. This is so. This is my my foot into the education thing, or working with young people. Right. So that's when that started, and that's when I I started to maintain in from that Castlehaven from Castlehaven, moving yeah. on from there. There's nice studios in Castlehaven, man. They've done a good job. Yeah, they're up there. yeah, they were proper nice up yeah. there, man. Yeah. So 2012 came, and I was doing various things me and jazz were painting and decorating for making up the extra scratch yeah. but i needed a, a room i was moving out of yeah. of camden um so i moved to walthamstow all right yeah new part of town new part of town new new ends that i'm discovering um we were carrying on writing and that but then what happened in this in this house in walthamstow is this guy that i moved in with um was studying Mm. He was studying art, fine art at this point. Fine art. Fine art. And I was then like, because I was drawing all the time as well, like I'd be at, at DDF rehearsals and that and doing my, my drawing whilst we were supposed to be rehearsing. And he he was older than me. He was doing a, a, a part-time course, so he had still had a, a little while left, but he was in there part-time. Chapter three, creativity. Bill's got himself on a roll. He's figured out his next chapter in life and he's moving forward at a real positive pace. He tells us about his decision to go to uni and working at his art and his love for it and what he did and how he got through the course. We chat about how he applied himself when the time came and what it was like going to therapy. You should be going, you should go to uni, you should have a look at this because, you know, you've got a, you've got a talent there. And I was like, fuck, alright, so uh, where do you go? He was showing me, because, you know, I've been... I was a I was a comic collector, bro, mm. from when I was young. Mm. Like Spider Man's my guy. Like mm. I, I still buy my trade paperbacks to mm. this day because I want to yeah. know what's going on. Um, so my my exposure to art because my parents they weren't like you know massive artists uh, art fans yeah. you know in that sense. So there wasn't much around. My dad would like his weird like paintings that he'd find in junk shops and mm -hmm. stuff. So we'd have a lot of that going on, but. Um, yeah, there was. I didn't have an art education, no. so I was I was used to my comics. That was my. I was used to graph. Yeah. That was my art. It was you know that's what I was doing. Yeah. And then he was showing me these things that were starting to turn me on visually, like in that sense that ah, people people paint like that. People paint draw like that. Yeah. Right. Oh oh, I didn't well, know about I that. Because they can. I yeah yeah. So it's like I I didn't know about that shit there. Yeah. So um. I started painting and still kind of my real tight styles and whatnot and and then it, and then the and then the penny dropped. I was I was working at a detention yeah. um, center in in a in a secondary school yeah. and uh, 
I was with, I'd always, when, when the woman who was in charge left, I'd always get them, them lads to get out plain paper and just start, start graphing and drawing characters and yeah. things like that and just See. be like, you know, fuck this work, like, don't yeah. worry about Beatrice. it, like... Because I could see how much it stimulated mm. them rather than being... They were literally in a square room facing the wall doing work. That's, they were up against the wall in these booths yeah, doing, yeah, doing work yeah, yeah. set by the teacher. I was just like, nah, all of you come to the middle. We're all going to start doing this. So I was, I was like, all right, this is important. This, yeah. art, this art thing is actually really important. At this same time, I started picking up books. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I want to learn something. I want to learn something different, you know, and and I what think your this, said. yeah, and I think this this I might give this uni thing go. Yeah. Uh, so I also think, seeing the power of art with these young kids, you're like, yeah, you see another version of it being put to use, and yeah, like, and you use it as a tool to help these kids. Like, there's so many avenues on this thing. There's so many. It's so and and it and I and I linked it back to my younger self of how I'd work things out, you know. Working things out for me, if I was in a a bit of a fucking place, I'd just sit and get into a drawing, yeah. and I'd spend hours in a drawing. Yeah. If it wasn't writing, which, yeah. you know, it wasn't much until I uh, was a bit older and was confident about putting uh, lyrics on paper. Uh, yeah, well, emotion paper. in yeah, paper yeah. rather than a bravado. Yeah, yeah You know yeah. what I mean? When I was Some comfortable. Reality, yeah, 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 exactly. And so, and so, like I was like, you know, all right. Let me see about uni. I didn't even look into unis. I did. I did. I, you know, I didn't know about goldsmiths. I didn't know about uh, some mines. You know, I didn't know about these institutions. And I just said to him, "Where do you go?" Yeah. And he's like, oh, "I go to UEL, East London University." And he's like, "It's really good for mature students." I was like, "All oh, right, safe. Like, I'll just Perfect. I'll apply to that." Um, then they're then they're telling me about UCAS points. I don't have any UCAS points. I was like, oh no, I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm from a generation before UCAS points. They're like, no, no, you have UCAS points. I was like, look, huh? <laughs> don't ask me about this. I was like, I've just got a massive portfolio. Is that any good? And he was like, the guy on the phone was like, all right, then come, come and have a, come and have the uh, appointment at the open day and all of this lot. So I go in there, but I've no lives with like one A4 pad of drawings. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing else. Nothing else. I had nothing else because I draw on things and throw it away. To yeah, me, it was yeah, nothing. Yeah. It was just like in between Why would pieces. I keep this? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I go and see this guy, and he's like, Oh, I thought you had a whole, a whole. And I was like, Listen, I'm going to be truthful with you. I've got, n I've got no artwork, but I know art. I can I can do me. this right yeah. now. I really want to do this, and so that was it. Yeah, I was. He was like, "All right, I'm going to give you a chance." Sick. And um, to, what was in the book? Oh, it's just like biro drawings, yeah. really, like you know, characters, char abstracts. characters. Yeah, yeah, no characters. It's characters. always figurative kind figurative, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, really. You know, I can't even think what would be in there. Probably some real hip hop looking like graph characters. Yeah. Heavy dark lines and outlines. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and and letters always with letters. Is that book? We still got that book. Uh, yeah, I've got that portfolio. Do you think? Um, what would you think the teacher saw in you? The professor saw in you. Do you think he saw work in the book, or did he feel the passion? I would love to say that he saw something in me. Yeah, but. That uni has had to make up numbers for a long time. Uh, okay. And they know by taking on mature students, they've not got to do much work. Right. 
because you want to be there, you're yeah. going to get the most out of it and you're going to pass. They you're not going to... on to it and know that it's not going to be a headache. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. if you were 21, yeah. they might be like... Exactly. Yeah, see. yeah. Okay. So to be fair, I was on the second wave of of applications because yeah. there's a first wave then there's... So they were probably just needing to fill up the numbers. Cool. And he probably thought, well, he can draw. Yeah. It can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. Yeah. So that was it, bruv. Then I was, yeah, signed up to UEL University at 32, almost 33 years old. Banging. Yeah. Um, started there. Still still a hangover of my Peter Pan syndrome. Uh-huh. Where, you know, I, you know, no responsibility is wanted. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to live my life how yeah. I want to live my life and not thinking about consequences to anyone else. Um, my first year there was boom, but my grandparents died. Ah. So I'm very, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah in months of a, yeah, like ah. one at the end of the year and the other in the beginning yeah. of the, of the year. I think that was my first year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, and so then I was, I, there was, I was still like, you know what? I was re- I was very affected standardly, um, but I was I, I was still like, or even more so. I was like, "Fuck it, life's well short." Boom, <laughs> we get boosted up. I was introduced to first Thursdays. I was like, "Yeah, first Thursdays." Well, I didn't even like the artwork I was going to see. I was just yeah. going in and drinking their yeah. booze, bro. I was like, "Wow, this is fucking great." Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, then in the second second year, I started to get my shit together, like, uh, properly. And I was like, yeah, all right, start thinking about this a bit more now because things were starting to unlock within me. Yeah. I was starting to, you know, see patterns that were not doing me any good. You know, I was putting two and ticket two together yeah. after all this time instead of it being five for so long. Are you that... enjoying the course that much? Yeah, but I was loving the course. Do you think you got to see that clarity because of that? Uh, you were doing something you really loved, which gives clarity. Yeah. And then I, I, I think anyway, and so then it makes it easier to see what's wrong. Yeah. Whereas if you were just working or had gone to learn philosophy mm. or some, I don't know, it may not have happened. Yeah, yeah. I think you, when you get a, another reason, why it's great to do things you love because it helps with all this other shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, yeah. I think it just gives you brain space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you had all these realisations. So I had all these realisations um, and they were starting to take effect. Um, these times I was hanging around with a lot of the street artists and I was painting big scale on walls mm. um, because I thought, you know what? I also, I had, I had, I have a few friends who, who I've known for a long time who are doing street art, and this street mm. art thing started becoming like massive and acceptable and acceptable there, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, and people were saying, "Oh, come and paint on the wall." I was like, yeah. "No shit, come yeah. and paint on the wall." Fuck, I'll have some of that. Mm. So I started doing that. Um, again, what I found came with that because I, I stopped. I wrote an, an album, a solo album, in 2013. Oh right. Uh, it never came out. Yeah. Um, after I recorded it, I started feeling differently about the things, about the context that I was talking about. I was talking about getting fucked, being disrespectful to women. Mm-hmm. I was talking, you know, it was the life that I was living. Yeah. Um, 
but it, I started there something in me that was really thinking like, do I want this to be the? Did I just cross the line? Yeah, and do I want self? Yeah, I've changed. Do I want this to be my legacy? Yeah. Do I want this to be you know in yeah. this uh, because I because I could there wasn't anything else at that point you know so I didn't want to leave that as like potentially the last thing yeah, that yeah, I yeah. that I leave for people yeah. you know or whoever those people are whether yeah, it's yeah. my kids or whatever yeah. um, so anyway so. I was really trying to f find a way of letting my ego go. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I, I wanted to, because the ego is dependency as much as it is, um, uh, but you know, bravado. Yeah. And ego is that thing that makes you, uh, have a drink in a situation where you're not comfortable. Yeah. As well as it's the thing that makes you go, I'm fucking brilliant. Because I've got because, my drink in my hand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and what I was finding with this street art thing that I had been doing for the first year of uni um, was that it was absolutely fueled by ego. The thing there was a, and and there was no quality control either. Like when I started painting with people, I was painting with people. Who I thought, oh, you're 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 good at at what you do. And then it started becoming like everyone was just coming and and having a paint on the wall because that uh, all of a sudden these photographers turned up, these Instagrammers right. yeah, turned yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and like these people were like, so you'd have this day of like where you'd be like, do you want to go and paint? Yeah, yeah, let's go and paint. And then it becomes like a circus act, like all of these people turn up uh, on location as you're like, what the the fuck's going on here? So. It's such a weird world. Like. It is a really, really weird world. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I I was having fun of of uh for a year, the first year of bathing in my ego and letting people come and give me a free drink and free this and you know oh yeah oh you're fucking great oh fucking yeah wicked bruv nice one buy us another drink yeah, yeah. you know and just being a bit of a general dickhead. Yeah. Um, by the by the you know by the end of the second year by well really towards the end of the second year you know i was like i really want to try and shed this shit because it's not doing me any good yeah. and actually if i don't do it now i'm gonna one not finish this with the grades that i want because i'm i'm not getting up early enough yeah. and i'm not working and this is work. It's not just an extension no. of childhood, no, yeah, you know, work. which is what I've been trying to fucking do yeah. for so long. Just keep this ball rolling. Just keep this, mm -hmm. you know. You keep having fun. It's keep fine. keep having fun. Keep getting fucked. Keep you know. Wake yeah. up whenever you want. It's fine. You, the government is paying for you right now to do this. I had got my loan. Mm -hmm. I was people were like. Are you not working? I was like, F am, I, am I working for you? Fuck that, bro. I've got nine grand. I'm going to eke it out and make it last the whole year. Like, you know? Yeah, I don't so, care how brass Yeah, I, don't, I do not care. Yeah. What? Nah. So, yeah, that was me. And then, yeah, really then it hit me. Second year, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck this up. I'm not going to do myself any justice. That's it. So I knuckled down. Um, and then... I had a couple of things like there were also a couple of other incidents like uh, one evening I got into into I was I was starting to get myself into trouble as mm -hmm. well. I had a lot of anger in me 
that was now surfacing as anger because and because you weren't covering it with anything else. Yeah, and and well, yeah, no, I I was at that time, but drink and stuff. Oh, right, stopped yeah. doing all the the yeah. nice ones that you know, really, and uh, you know, and I got into a situation. I got my my eye bust. I got um, you know. I think at beginning of 2016 or something like that, or or end no towards the end of 2015 or something, I snapped my my arm in half, oh, shit. and that was after just you know drunk and arguments and you know rah rah, and that was like the real boom. Um, I'm all, all out of time. I'm all out of time. I got I got a fucking year to, to stop this. Also, I'd met an amazing woman who was just like you, you know. She yeah, she put hundred percent belief in me, and uh, saw the person that I that I could be, yeah. and allowed me to see the person that I could be. Um, and so for that last year. I proper I knocked everything on the head. I had a little drink here and there. Mm -hmm. I, I really eked that out because I was because well, drinks all right. Everyone's drinking, blah, 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 you know. But so I really, you know, stopped doing that and a lot. Um, knuckled down. Got my fucking BA honors first at the end of it, you know. I, yeah, I stopped stopped puffing my 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 beautiful puff. I put you know, and then I was like. Fucking hell! I don't actually do. I thought that I thought if I didn't smoke, and this honestly, train of thought. I mean, for all the years, I thought you know, I, I can't I can't write a verse if I'm not stoned. Oh, I can't no. do anything creative if I'm not stoned. And it took me till thirty-four years to have this epiphany yeah. that like I don't need to be stoned to create anything. And you know what? I create it a lot more judgmentally, uh, yeah. critically. Yeah. I create it a lot quicker. I don't go back to it and look at it and go, oh, is it, is it any good? Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, like, doubt myself. Doubt in. yourself yeah. whilst you're doing it, you know? So, yeah, <clears throat> I gave in to... When did you do the therapy? Well, the therapy, I did... Uh, I did... It the started... Therapy just before I'd finished uni. Oh, so you're at uni doing it? Yeah, yeah third year. Sick. So in the third year as well? Third year. What a year, man. Third year was a defining year Fucking for me. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, properly. So I started, yeah, so right. So that's what happened. I think the the snapping my arm in half was like, there's so much shit I need to sort out yeah, that I've not been facing. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. This is, this is a whole build-up yeah, yeah, yeah. to... To a lot self, of shit. A lot of self-destruction. Yeah. The, the carefreeness you felt yourself wasn't it was self-destruction yeah it was like, absolute yeah, self-destruction yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't like it doesn't matter because i'm not hurting anyone or whatever you were fucking yourself yeah up. yeah yeah and i you know and without when you do it, it it allows you to see you know allows you to question yourself and i'd i started to realize i'd been you know violent to people continuously in the past whether it was physically or verbally, verbally yeah. mentally, mentally yeah. you know, I, your aura. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all the uh, therapy was the best thing that I've done for myself. Yeah. Uni was the second best thing. Um, and but did you know to, what type of therapy you did? Yeah, I did. Uh, um, well, it it was anger management, yeah. but. 
it's it's like oh it's so mad when it's it, some cognitive therapy cognitive yeah but it, it's really mad because i i was i was being a cunt yeah. sorry for my use of it i was being i was being out of order and um uh my my missus was just like you you're you're horrible you you know you're, this you, isn't you yeah you this isn't you and when you when you have a drink or whatever at the moment you get to be you get to levels that are not you that are really angry and frightening and and, and this is the girl that this is my your strength yeah this yeah. is this is my missus now um yeah this is my mission and she had she was brave enough to tell you she's fucking rock she's she's rock she yeah and she was like listen you need to sort it out sort yourself out for yourself and you know get yourself some get yourself some help because you know she one she wasn't be prepared she why should she yeah she wasn't prepared to be with someone like that you and she can she can have a big heart and understand and see further and all that type of stuff she doesn't have to do any of that and she had funny this she's got so much self-worth and and you realize how little you have to treat someone yeah like that and i was you know i've never been um vi- physically violent to her but i was just you know verbally aggressive yeah. Yeah. and I've making her feel uncomfortable yeah. and yeah it's, it's, it's <coughs> shameful when you start verbalizing this in yeah. in the Mate. in the therapy you want to be sick oh seriously you can't because you get to a certain stage and you're just like i can't believe that was me yeah because i'm now like it can be really soon into it as well mm. but it's mm. the situation you're in when you're in that chair in the therapist room the truths you can face are unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. cannot face, no matter how honest you may be right here, mm. no matter how honest we are with our best friends, our girlfriends, our parents. Yeah, yeah. Therapist chair is completely different. Oh, completely different. Yeah, that's the only place, not really, no. I, I, people can do it by themselves. I'm not taking it away from that. Or people can find themselves by themselves and see their honesty through yeah, themselves. Yeah. It really fucking helps in a therapist chair. Yeah, oh, it does. Yeah. So, um, so it's funny so obviously i'm at uni mm. i haven't got anything to a pot to piss in mm. so i phoned the nhs line yeah. and they're like um basically i have you got suicidal thoughts mm. i said no and they said right well if you're not gonna harm if you're not harming yourself and you're not physically gonna harm anyone mm. we can't do anything for you on on the nhs but we can point you in the way of these different charities yeah so I got hooked up with this charity called The Everyman, mm-hmm. who work with um, abusive males in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and had the interview with him, and he was like, "You know what? Like, there's, I, I can see that you really want to do, and there are lots of levels to this, and I'm going to accept you on this course." So it was a course of, uh, I can't remember how many months with one to one. Yeah. And then the second phase of it is the same amount of months with uh, group therapy. Wow. Yeah. So you're in there with all of these other blokes, which range from, you know, one guy who you would not think is abusive at all, yet he's got a mouth on him and has got himself into trouble. You've got someone who's, you know, just come out of Nick and they've got a, um, do this for their probation whatever yeah. and they're on wild and scale you've got all of these scales you've got all of these odds mm. and ends and everything in between and 
everyone's bravado goes. Mm. Everyone in that room and the honesty and the feelings that that come out and the bonds that you start How making. How quick in? Straight away or one or two sessions in? I think Takes a couple. what was really good is they worked on a on a like a so you would you wouldn't join the group at the start of a group. It was a rolling group. So when ah, you joined cool. there may have been people who were just leaving. Genius. Yeah. So they're talking all the so time. So they're all familiar with <clears throat> themselves, whether they've been there for one or just or, new to the group. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. proper. You Rather know. than like starting a group with twelve of you, and this is what we're gonna do here. Yeah, all about, yeah. Take a couple of weeks for you to break down a bit and like you know calm down and relax. This is on exactly. You just walk in there. So from jump in when you're ready. Yeah. So from day and they're like, you check in, mm. and so, you know, in this group thing, everyone checks in. So you all sit around, and on your fir- on my first day, they were like, everyone. Right, we're going to introduce ourselves and you go, all right, this is blah, 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 checking in. Uh, this week I've done this, that, and you go on and you talk about and then all of the things where, you know, that has pissed you off that's that, and the way that, that you've controlled it or the way that it's made you feel or this. And so by the time you've done this circle mm. and it comes to you, you're, you're like, fuck, yeah, my, my name is, I've done this this week. Uh, I'm here because and You're and you just, just feel you feel yeah. like yeah so the first the one-to-one um the guy was i had i not been there on this like uh you know by, by this charity and yeah. i was charged really minimal amount to go there had i not been there i would have looked for another therapist because yeah. me and him were not it wasn't really happening but he was convincing me it was like, you know, this is just the first stages and it takes a long time for you to be able to feel anything from this. I go in there thinking like, fix me now, bro. Well, you know, yeah. tell me what I need to yeah, do. Yeah, to... Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. And People then... need to stick to therapy, man. Oh, mate. That's the other thing because it takes so long for yeah. you to be that honest. Yeah. So, I did my course of, of it and it really undid a lot of kinks, it, the, you know. Uh, to be honest, I mean, if I could afford it, I don't think I would have stopped going to yeah. therapy, to be honest. And when I'm in a position again one day, I'll go back yeah. because I think it's imperative to have... Yeah, yeah, I think for anyone growing up in anyone. this city... I said know? to a friend the other day, I don't care... Like if if you own a Ferrari and you smash it, you can go and have therapy. You've got every right to go and talk about that. That, and then at the same time, if you've been smashed in the head of a brick mm. and you had been bleeding at seventeen and you're now thirty seven and you you don't know if it's got anything to do with you, but you know where you behave nowadays. But yeah. you've got every right to go to the therapist just as much as the Ferrari owner. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because we're yeah. all. It doesn't matter what the problem is, mm-hmm. and obviously the trauma is horrible. But the point is we just need to go man yeah you know? yeah, yeah it's yeah. so important yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can, you know the guy who breaks his ferrari would end up solving a problem that's not going to do with the ferrari mm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's getting angry with a ferrari but it's not really about the car yeah no of it's course about not. something else yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah. We and we're just not shit. the thing is it's i always go back to that task force track and it's a life without instructions yeah you know we are not equipped mm. when we come out of the room with all right, this is how you behave. Mm. This is how life works. It's not, there's nothing written. There's and other people's, uh, you know, uh, actions and then the actions, your actions, ha- have so much to do with 
this is this is where education and straightforwardness just doesn't work on this scale. Yeah. Because we're not all the same. Exactly. And so this is why we've got all these clashes. Yeah. Because life has got no instructions. Exactly. exactly. It, not to say it should be a free-for-all. Of course it shouldn't. But th this is why it doesn't... One plan for millions of people just isn't right. Yeah. No, it's not right. It's so not... you got free therapy in uni. Did you? When you finished, were you still doing therapy? Um, continue? I think... I think it was done around the same uh, time. I th I think it pretty much. I think though. I think I. I uh. Right. So I had. I finished uni. And I still had maybe. Four weeks of therapy after that. I nice. think because I yeah I know I definitely finished uni because I was there whilst I was doing my, um my show. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't had any results by the time I had left, so so there was a little overlap. Weeks, yeah. yeah, there was um, like my girl has just finished. My, I don't like using my. I've been with Bex for eleven, ten yeah, years. Yeah. Now. My girl doesn't sound like, <laughs> but I'll yeah. say that. And yeah, yeah, understand. Yeah, no, no. I think of her more than that. Yeah, yeah. Point being, anyway, she's just finished her course and she's becoming a therapist. Mm, right, and she wasn't too sure. Basically, there was some overlap about because she needs to have therapy the whole way. If you're a therapist, you have to have therapy. You have a supervisor when you have therapy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there was this little overlap. She's like, I don't really need to do it. It's going to cost this much. And we both realised that, you know what? It's at the same time as you, it will overlap you finishing. Mm. You're going to feel different after three years. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. probably going to aid. Just, and even if it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, yeah. from the, the day before you finish, to the day after you finish, you mentally feel different. Mm. And it may not be too dramatic at that stage, it might be still quite close, but there's a definite change in your life and how you feel. Yeah. So it's brilliant to stay in the therapy. And she stayed in it, she did it. Yeah, obviously. good for her, man. Working that's fan that's fantastic. But it, it really was just like, because she didn't need, she'd done therapy for three years solid. Yeah. It's a lot. Like, how much more can she talk about type of thing? She's a fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but what do they but the, will she have to have a therapist she, yeah, while, while she's practicing as well, as well? Yeah, but that's really also to like help to, with yeah the she, exactly right, right. Taking a lot there yeah, as well yeah, and yeah, so yeah. hopefully you deal with a lot of your issues on the run-up yeah and then you go into helping and, others and then talking about that shit as well. yeah but it was uh, it wasn't the only reason she chose to do it she probably had to do it and this that and the third but i remember talking about that point and it being, you know what, it's probably going to really help mm. because of the way you're going to feel before and after. Yeah. And like having a therapist there, as you say, if we can have them all the time. It's right, because the, it's that thing of like, you say, oh, no, no, I'm all right. You know, I'm all right. And there's points where I'll pick myself up now, where I'll fall back into old habits of this, of this old thought. Mm. But now, like, I've got the tools. Mm. So, well, I'll tell you what, we're all... It, it's tools, but it's also, it's also just knowing the different route. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can choose yeah. still. Yeah, I can yeah. be a dick. Yeah, yeah, Easy. Yeah. I can yeah. kill them, right? Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. In me. Yeah. Let's not fuck about. I don't care how old I am. But I'm going to choose but, not to. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I know how to. Yeah. I never yeah. knew for years. Yeah. I couldn't step away from, literally, it was David or Kilburn. Mm. There was mm. no middle ground. Mm. It was, mm. you know... You've done exactly the same thing. It sounds. Well, right? yeah. So found this thing. It's a tool, and it just. But it's but it's it's going to to that thing of no, I don't need it. I'm all right. I think that there'll never be a point where I'd ever turn it down if it was available. Because there's so many times that I go, ah, oh, 
how I acted there, yeah. what a wanker. Like, oh my God, pick, pick yourself up on that. <clears throat> it's also good to just air that shit. Yeah, you yeah. You might think of something that happened when you were 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 45 years old and life's good, it's fine. Mm. Mm. But you've got this opportunity. Yeah. And you think, oh, hang on, Mom, I was trying to clear this up. Yeah. What do you think about this? Uh, yeah, you yeah. talk it out. Yeah. It's boom. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. You get the BA. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I got the BA. Uh, my BA Baracus. Yeah. Man was a massive BA fan back in the day. So, I was like, yes, I've got, I got BA's initials <laughs> after real. my name. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I got my BA and um, I got my BA. I got my, my head. I got my my wonderful missus i got i got a future i got um inspiration i got a connection back with my with my friends because clear-headed because i'm yeah because i know what happier uh, yeah because i'm happier you're you i'm 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 me down to the more than i've ever been me mm. you know more to um, find because it always is yeah 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 because it isn't even about what you're up to this minute this is about life yeah you know? yeah this is about yeah wicked i'm in this i'm in this nice place to keep exploring yeah yeah so, absolutely yeah yeah. yeah yeah and um yeah and then i i had a little period of um of uh not so productive i suppose because you're because you're just out of a ba and you're yeah. kind of figuring out how you're going to get a studio and all, all the rest of it but um i moved in with my with my missus about uh nearly a year ago and you know it's a fucking great move brilliant move um did you i got mad sorry you did think that like, i'm an artist I'm doing this art. I'm I'm an artist. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah, I thought I'm an artist. I thought there was there's one point um, where what the the same tutor Pete, I hope you hear this, um, he, the same guy who took me in um, from the interview, yeah. and he was and he said, he said at one point to me during the course when I was loose, still yeah. loose, he was like, yeah, but you're not an artist. And now I can definitely go to him and go, I'm an artist yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I definitely know, like, you know, yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah. Yeah. And then what did, you got this studio? Got my studio. Um, and then was this the first show I saw then the other day? Yeah. Yeah, so I, so basically I got a focus as well now. And I've got, and I'm very good at, at or I'm getting very good at planning, prioritising, juggling, Whereas, you know, I never had the head for it before. Well, but you didn't think you did. And no. also, that what you were doing required more people as well. Yeah, 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 it absolutely. Yeah, people. yeah, you right, right. You don't have to have more people around you in that hip-hop culture, but it, it helps having all this crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can yeah. rely on other people. Whereas, yeah. as an artist, yeah. it's on you. Well, it is, yeah. So I've got my studio space, fantastic. Um, I've got that. So I rented a, rented a subletted a studio space downstairs from where I where I was working mm-hmm. um where I am now sorry uh and then in there we we're at the bomb factory things like move around a lot of people move Archery, around yeah. bugger off yeah yeah in archery and it just happened to be that at the time where this sublet was um was uh coming to the end there was a space up there um and so I took it. I was like, yeah. So I got in there in January and 
I asked the manager there, I was like, can I have a, show, a solo show here? And she was like, yeah. So I, I gave myself six months to make a body of work. Um, and in and bearing in mind, in uni, I'd kind of been doing a lot of sculptural stuff. Yeah. So because you... for the second year, I, I, when I started getting my head together, I wanted mm. to start using the facilities that were there to mm. me rather than just continuously painting and drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really opened my practice up. And I, I don't know if you saw the little pots it's there as well. Man. Yeah, so I started doing some pots and ceramic stuff while I was there. And um, so I was working sculpturally for a good year and a half. And I wanted to get back to painting because I've, I, mm. and so, yeah, I started making these paintings that you saw. So and you, you decided that in, in January, you were like, right, I'm doing it. I'm going in, I'm doing a show. Yeah. And did you know what you were going to do? Or I knew that it was going to be paintings and I knew that uh, I'd make some pots as well because I enjoyed making pots, the process of it. And you've got this nice space that you work from and you sat in there and you banged out this work. And how did you get onto this theme? Well, the, the theme's always been the theme. My, even to my writing has been the theme. And I still write to, point. to this day. I haven't even put those two together. Well, it's always of been it it's social observation. Yeah. It's yeah. a cultural identity. That's it's so weird. Yeah. I mean, the work hit me so much. Not to say you're a rap peasant, but the work <laughs> hit me so much. I kind of forgot you rapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you did I. Right? It was like that. It was like that. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. that's what his raps were about. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it's all been social observation. My, 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 my work is about my crew, my people, my, you know, us. The work is, is, the work is urban, London, Kilburn, Cricketwood. It's, it's, it's the gang, it's like, and... Uh, West Hampstead's in it, Kentish is in it. Yeah. I saw a lot. Shoot uphill. I saw loads. I mean, it's... It, what was the show called? Uh, a, a place that reeked of deja vu. And you know, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> it did, it did for me. Anyway. Man, like I said to you, that it literally took my breath away, oh. and it wasn't like I wasn't prepared. And like we'd been chatting a bit. Yeah, yeah. And as I was saying, I don't like. I'll, I'll talk on social media and DM. Yeah, and I spend too much time people, yeah. and I look at things, but I try not to spend too much time. And then I hadn't taken in what you'd been doing. And then we had these conversations, and one day I'm like, oh yeah, but let me, let me just have a quick look at this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'd seen some of it, but I'm just like, when I see it like that, and I saw yeah. a lot together, I'm like, fuck. And when I got to that show, and I don't know what I was going to see, I don't know what I'd seen on Instagram, I but I knew, really excited to walk in there. I saw Ed on the way in, which was lovely. Yeah, yeah. You were chatting to someone, and I first will see this lady, with amazing patterned carpet, and this beautiful fucking lampshade and the light shining off it faded gorgeous and I'm like the fuck <laughs> and then I look to my left and he's like just looks like a crew I know yeah like, black and whites and greys I'm like the fuck like they look like everyone I know yeah yeah and by the time I got to like the fourth painting which was one of the big ones in the main room I literally lost my breath boom it was gone it just took me completely, the build-up, like the boy and girl that was sat together was gorgeous as well, and I'm just taking all that in, I'm like, the fuck, this is really getting to me, man, and I got to this three guys sitting at a pub table playing cards. Yeah. And I'm literally, I'm getting a little shiver right now thinking of it, man. I literally, yeah. I'm big breath in, yeah. expelled it all, and then that was it. It was all the air was out of me, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I knew, I felt so good. I felt, 
It felt absolutely amazing, man. Well, I literally haven't stopped raving to everyone. Sick. Everyone sick. I've seen, Bill Dag's Instagram, check it. Look sick. at this. This is what I saw the other day. This was sick. This took my <laughs> breath away. Oh my god. Oh. Well, it's the most humbling reception I've ever well, got for my I'm work. I'm not trying to, to put you up on anything, man. And I'll tell you what, it's to get the story today. And I've known you for years, but we've never really got to know each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, no, you know no, I mean? we've 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 circulated around so each other, years. but it's like yeah, exactly. never really, yeah, yeah. And um, so it was already family. We knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't yeah, matter, yeah. distant cousins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was always yeah, yeah, yeah. family. <laughs> but and so I knew a bit of things, but you know, to hear that story there and to put it together with what I already know, and then seeing them paintings, you really fucking like. Hit the nail on the head, bro. Safe, man. But this is the thing, though. It's just like, so I'm standing there in an, in an art gallery looking at this beautiful work and losing my breath, right? Yeah. Millions of people do this daily. Yeah. Yet behind those paintings, they've all got the same fucking story, you know? We're, and everyone's got what you've just said. Yeah, we've all got different angles. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it isn't about, oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Regret nothing. No, 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 totally. Do you know what I mean? And I like to as be... As long as you're not hurting anyone, regret yeah, that's nothing. That's it. Like, and I really like to, I mean... I think we're going to find... I think it's part of the reason I'm doing this podcast as well. I think we're coming to an age yeah. where people can realise. Yeah, yeah, We yeah, couldn't yeah. do this five years ago. No, no, no. Even no, if no, you did uni five years yeah. ago. Yeah. We couldn't do this. Yeah. Like, and, not, and I'm not saying people who are 30 years old or 31 year old can't talk their truths. Of mm, course mm. they can. I'm just, And I'm not saying that we're better than them because we're 37, 38. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like... In my periphery, the people I'm looking at, people the 23 or the 23rd person on this show, mm -hmm. like, no, it's, it's a great it, time. It like, is. It's, it's, it's very it's, interesting to see what's happened through our cultures. and It's funny because I, I, I feel like I'm out of the chrysalis now. Mm. Not saying I'm a fully formed butterfly, but I'm, I'm, I've just, yeah. I've started to come out of my, yeah. it's like a rebirth. Bro, bro you were carrying it's a fucking, lot though, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm but, talking from experience. I've carried a lot. So yeah. I'm looking at you and thinking, I've, I've had that bag. That was fucking yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. But I think, right. it, yeah. I, yeah, it was, but I don't... You know, it definitely... It was there, you know, and that's what it was. And, uh, wait, you know. The other thing is, you know, like, I bet you're the same as me, man. Like, thank God it all happened. Yeah. I'm grateful for all my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Honestly, it's... I wouldn't have had it any no, other way. No, you wouldn't have had them paintings, bro. No, no. Sorry. They're formative years and yeah. I, that's all, you know, formative yeah. years. Don't go a... looking for the shit. We're not promoting that. Yeah, no, no, no. It's no. not about that. It's yeah. about experiencing your life. Yeah. Like, the point is, is that this this is your life mm. and thank God you lived it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. of what you're doing with it. Yeah. Now. And it is that thing. It's like we're going back to the education thing. I think I'm, I'm not saying by... At, at all by any means that, that but kids should go out and have my life or any of uh, but i'm saying that needs to be a break for formative years yeah. you know because and, how, however long that may take for you as an individual which or whoever you are yeah. an academian a, a fucking uh the other end of the scale an artist a, a gardener yeah. uh, whatever that may be i think a break from education to take that time to see yeah. whatever, however long or short that is. The thing is, though, right, my son's taking his... He doesn't know he's taking a break. I think he's taking a break. I haven't said any other word to him. Mm -hmm. I've let him quit college. It's fine. I've got a feeling he'll go back because life's going to kind of show him that. Yeah. And I think, like you, and like a few of my other friends, it became apparent, well, I can learn more and I'm more uh, up for learning now. The problem is, he's 17, turning 18 this year, and he's scarred. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the sad point. It's mm. going to take him a couple of years to make the decision. And yeah, probably yeah. rightfully so. He should make the decision at 20. Yeah. But it's just a shame he has to carry the bullshit yeah. with it. But yeah. I think, you know, whatever your decision is, yeah, whether that's to carry on with education, take a break yeah. from it, yeah. never go back to yeah. it, go back to it in 10 years, whatever that is, as long as you're you're being true to you and not doing it for any other person i think that's live your truth is exactly what the words are yeah yeah live Live your truth truth. and we we find ourselves not living our truths for such a long time if we're not careful and that is it and if you don't live your truth and not in no woke way you're not talking about it's it's really simple yeah just believe yourself absolutely don't question yourself and don't let anyone tell you what you should be doing have uh have conf- have the uh, conviction, the something of conviction, basically. Yeah, yeah. The confidence in your conviction. <laughs> yeah, conviction yeah, yeah. Confidence. confidence in your conviction. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, Listen, man. man. That's sick, B. Oh, I'm knackered for me. It's like a therapy session, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, I, I have to say, I've been listening to this from Dot. And um, I invited myself round. No, I, you know, I, I shouted and I said, I'd, you know, I'd love to be part of this if, if you're on it. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know. I, I think what you're doing here has is a, it, it has to be done. There's so many yeah. of us who have gravitated around the same people. There's uh, from the area, Northwest yeah. London. I, I don't know. There's probably everyone in their own area thinks the same, but there's a, there's something culturally rich happening in, yeah. in that. I think, but like you just said as well, I think it's, everyone thinks the same. Ty will probably think the same thing. Happened yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. Dun London will think the same in Southeast and wherever the other kid was from. Like, and I think what the point of this is, is like one to show that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. So if anyone does do a great thing, it's fine because you can too. Yeah, yeah. And because look, the story's the same. Mm. And it, yeah, just maybe try and not. It's not. I don't want to give anyone a shortcut because it's not about giving people shortcuts. Yeah. It's just really just like there's an understanding out there. Yeah, yeah. We're not going through this by ourselves. Yeah, the yeah. shit people have said on here, I've been so touched by it, and mm. I'm sure however many thousand people have listened have been touched by it too and I think the same same's going to happen here man I'm eternally grateful that pe- people are being honest I'm trying to be as honest as I can yeah. it's not about me like, no but that, there needs to be a, <coughs> there needs to be someone like interviewing you soon bro maybe we'll get to you can look me up on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen B thank you yeah thank you bro thank you brother bless Yes, Bill, what a dope journey from a maze of roads. Bill got in the mix in quite a few cultures, some nourishing, some dangerous. But because of all that, he's extremely well-rounded. And this comes out in his work, his lyrics and his paintings. I love the connection in his paintings to his lyrics, the social commentary, etc. The paintings, though? Well, you heard me. Amazing. Go and check them out. Again, we won. Art won. I love this ish. We're at episode 24 next week. So thanks for all the feedback and the messages. Really appreciated. A new format from the show from next week too, so I'll catch you then. Remember, love your city and love your culture. This is F24.